What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. And I'm Jason. And today we're going to talk about Marvel's The Defenders, a show that tried really hard to be as exciting and fun and dark as Daredevil, but ended up falling flat on its fucking face. Yeah, I was pretty fucking disappointed with that shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't think I liked it. In fact, I know I didn't like it. So basically, there's been a, a buildup for this actual series. Like, I think it was like a two-year buildup because we, you know, we had Daredevil seasons one and two. Uh, we had started, Jessica Jones. I guess, I guess it was like three years because it started in 2015. So that's when. Oh well, no, that's two years. Sorry, I learned math today. <laughs> so Daredevil came out. Season one came out two years yeah. ago. Uh huh. Yeah. So you had Daredevil seasons one and two, and then we got Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, and then we just recently got Iron Fist and then um, Defenders. So. I mean, as far as the all the shows in the lineup, I mean, I'm I was really a more big fan of Daredevil, especially oh, sure, Daredevil yeah. season one. I mean, when I saw that, especially um, people always talk about the second episode, the fight scene in the hallway with him, and you know, it's like one continuous shot of him just pummeling the fuck out of all those guys, all those Russians. And um, when I first saw that, I was like, holy shit! This is really this is not as cheesy and campy or sci-fi as like, you know, the Avengers or something. This is more of like a dark Marvel universe. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's something I liked and which was like to me was like a bigger fuck you to um to DC was that uh DC tries to be dark and they end up kind of making a parody out of themselves and then Marvel does it on Netflix and they end up doing a really good job. Um, <clears throat> Daredevil seasons one and two were absolutely amazing. Um, they had heart. They were shot really well. Um, obviously the acting was great. Um, the story season one is great. Season two is good. The ninja shit kind of like I lost interest in a lot of it, like the stuff about the hand. I like the hand stuff more in Iron Fist, but like se- season two of Daredevil have a really strong uh, start. And all the Punisher stuff was great. John Bernthal was fucking terrifying as Punisher. And then it kind of just, like, Alexa shows up. And she's interesting. But once the whole ninja thing started, like, oh, the hand and blah, 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 the chase. And, oh, Nobu's back. I'm like, all right, this is getting kind of silly. And then it kind of just, like, ends with, like, a big, like, super fight on the rooftop. I mean, it's it's still good. I, I still really like it. But it just wasn't as exciting of, I guess, a season finale as the first season where he fights um, Kingpin. Yeah. I mean, I really, who was the villain in the second season? Was it just the hand or was it an actual main villain? Well, the Punisher was kind of a sort of villain at, at the beginning and then he ends up turning into more of an anti-hero, and then, yeah, it ended up just being the hand. I was actually really um, stoked, you know, basically at the very end when he actually gets that bulletproof like vest, but then he spray paints the fucking skull on it. Yeah. And then he shows up, like, you're wondering, because, you know, Daredevil's getting beat the shit out of by the ninjas. Mm-hmm. And then he's just on the rooftop on the opposite side on another building and starts just pummeling them away with the gun. I was like, yes, yeah, this no, is it just like the comics. It definitely had some decent fan service. I haven't read, really, out of these five new heroes that we're getting into, I, I've only read some Daredevil. I haven't read a lot of uh, You should read uh, Frank Miller's Daredevil run. I have it. I need to read it. <laughs> it's That's probably, like, the darkest Daredevil has ever been. Nice. So I would definitely suggest that. I haven't really been reading Daredevil at all lately. I wasn't a huge Daredevil fan, but I did like the character. I did like the fact like he was this a blind guy. He almost like was like a Spider Man character besides he couldn't like, you know, obviously like um go on the walls and you know, shoot webbing and all that stuff. Yeah. But, but he's very acrobatic. Yeah, right? yeah. And this and this really 
you know, made up for that shitty ass Ben Affleck film, which I mean, I, you know, I think for its time, it was all right. I think back then for superhero films, it wasn't obviously on par with like maybe X-Men 2 or the Spider-Man Sam Raimi movies, but I thought it was okay. The director's cut's pretty good. You know, there's a scene in the director's cut of Daredevil where um, Matt's like having a dream or he's like having a flashback of the past and this nun, like he's laying down and you see this nun pull away from him. She's like, sweet dreams, Matt. And his like pants are undone. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) This is a deleted scene? Uh, This was a director's cut scene. Really? Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, he got like molested or something. Like what? Um, no, but it's the movie's all right. But getting back to the show, no, the the first two seasons of the show are great. Jessica Jones was pretty neat. Um, I liked the tone of that, and I obviously liked David Tennant. I'm not a Doctor Who fan at all, so I'm not like, oh my god, it's Doctor Fucking Who, my pussy. But like, he was he was he was a good villain. He was interesting. He as, he played uh, his role as the Kilgrave, uh, purple, purple Man, whatever. Um, I don't like the character Jessica Jones in the show. I like I said, I'm not going off the comics at all. In the show, I don't like her. She's kind of just like a bitch, and it's like, look at me, I'm a badass. I drink. I don't care about things, and it's very two dimensional. Yeah, she's kind of very much like just stubborn, you know. Yeah. Um, very edgy. She uh, doesn't like to be bossed around. So, yeah, like you said, she's a fucking bitch. And um, I mean, it's like, you know, strong, independent woman thing. Fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. But it was like in her show, her attitude and all that, that stuff to me worked. It did not work in the Defenders. She felt very out of place in the Defenders. I think she should have been replaced with Punisher or something. Yeah. Um, because in Defenders, she doesn't care. And she says it multiple times. Like, I don't care about this. I just want to go to a bar. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you drink you're a badass i get it shut the fuck up she didn't do a lot she doesn't like get hit a lot nor does she hit a lot of people like i mean she's a superhero she's like luke cage without the bulletproof skin and so she's got all that super strength and i'm like why doesn't she like you know fight more break more shit or do some more like cool heavy lifting obviously at the end where she's holding the elevator up like that was that was neat but like she didn't really do a lot i feel like they didn't give her a lot to do um i feel like the ones who had the most to do in this show were Daredevil, um, Colleen Wing Wang, I don't forgot her last name. Colleen. I Wing. think it's uh, Colleen Wing. Wing, yeah. Um, Colleen and uh, Iron Fist were the only the heroes who really had a lot to do. I don't know what the fucks up with Claire. Why are they like shoehorning her into stuff? Like I remember she's in pretty Iron much Fist, like the glue between each of the. Well, you she's know, like the, the she's like the Coulson, the Agent Coulson. But Agent Coulson was more just kind of there as like a, hey, yeah. I work with S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm going to help put a team together. Not like, like one thing that like really threw me off was that she fucking is, um, she go in Iron Fist, she goes to China with Colleen and fucking Danny to like fight the hand. And I'm like, she's a fucking nurse. Like, what is she doing there? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying like, it's really, it makes you think like how small this fucking city is. Like everyone knows each other. Like apparently she's bumped into Daredevil. She's bumped in Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, you know, Iron Fist. It's like, holy shit. Like I said, she's kind of like the glue that holds all these series together. And she, if you really think about it, is one of the main main characters out of everybody. I mean, seriously, you see her all the fucking time. I just, in terms like, I don't... I like Rosario Dawson, though. I mean, I like her as an actress. No, yeah. Rosario Dawson's fine. I have no complaints about her acting or nothing. Um, I just, like, as far as her character goes, um, Claire Temple, or whatever her last name is, Claire Temple is a nurse who helps patch up the superheroes when they need patching up. She's not a fucking ninja. 
She's not um, a super person. So the fact that she, like, especially in Defenders, she goes with them to the tower to fight the rest of the hand and to blow it up. It's like, why are you here? It was. It yeah, made sense that why. Colleen was there because she, she knows how to fight. She knows how to fight. Yeah, she can fight really well, and she was trained by the hand. She also has a personal vendetta, and so <clears throat> against the hand because you know they raised her, and you know she found out later that she was in a cult and shit. And so it's like that makes sense that she's there, but the fact that Claire's there makes no sense at all. So I, I don't. That stuff doesn't make sense to me, and I don't really dig it. Does it ruin anything? No, but it's very distracting because the whole time I'm just like, Claire, what are you doing? Why are you here? Go away. <laughs> Go well, like do your job. That at you least used it to wasn't have. Patsy Walker, man. I mean, that would have just been some completely out of place. Which one was that? Uh, she's the radio show. Um, oh, is that that actress's name? Yeah, Patsy no, well, no, that's the not her actress's name, but that's her character's name. I thought Patsy her Walker. name was Trish. Trish? Yeah. Are we talking about the radio show in uh, Jessica Jones? Trish yeah, Talk? yeah. Her name's Trish. For some reason, because I, her name is Patsy Walker, though, in the comic books. It's oh. actually a character. Oh, yeah. No, but I, I believe you, but I just, her name is Trish. I think so. I mean, if, <laughs> if I fucked it up, someone tell me about it. <clears> no, no, story, no. That's, yeah. It's because she's got that show, Trish Talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, no, it's funny. I actually, you know, oh, I like was... Patricia, actually. Think about it like that, Patsy Patricia. Oh, right? okay. Okay, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there you go. Um, I guess they never called her Patsy. In, not that I remember. No, I mean, Patsy, Jones, I'm... Yeah. Sorry, uh, Patsy Walker is basically um, a character from the Golden Age, and then she's actually a character now called Hellcat. Oh. She's like a half uh, – she's almost like a ripoff of Catwoman, basically. Oh, okay. So anyways, yeah. Yeah, no, Um, like I said, I, I don't know a lot about the comics, so I'm not going to sit here and try to compare the comics to the show. They're their own thing. I gave up on that after, like, the first Avengers. I was like, all right, no more comparing comics to movies. These are, like – these are a slightly different variation. We can't do that anymore. Um. But uh, Jessica Jones, the show was okay. I didn't hate it. Um, like I said, it was you know Jessica Jones is kind of a bitch, and she's not that likable. But overall, the first season was pretty decent. Luke Cage, the show, the first half of the season was awesome. The style, it was fun. They had that black exploitation feel to it. Um, and Cottonmouth was not a two dimensional character he was you know he had lots of depth and you understood why he was the way he was you he didn't even want to be a gangster he's like i wanted to be a like a musician mm -hmm. you know i didn't want to do this but because of living in this fucking crime family i had no choice and I, I i loved his character i understood everything i understood all his motivations and you know i loved him and then they bring in diamond back and the show just fucking plummets yeah that was kind of <clears throat> really out of place like just all of a sudden they had like this superhero brawl like in the fucking streets yeah. And, uh, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Was that his brother or like his best friend? Yes. That was his brother. <laughs> that was his brother from another mother. <laughs> Literally. Uh, cause I guess, his, um, Luke Cage's dad was a preacher and, um, uh, Diamondback's mom, I guess, worked at the church. And so like, you know, uh, daddy Luke Cage had an affair with Diamondback's mom and then Diamondback popped That's out. That's right. I haven't, I've only watched um, Luke Cage once the entire season. Like for Daredevil seasons one and two, I watched them like two to three times. Jessica Jones, I only watched once. But I mean, um, the, if you think about it, every show has a different theme. Yes. So to me, more of Daredevil is like more of a like gritty kind of feel. Jessica well, Jones, all, yeah, Jessica Jones night. is more like a CSI kind of like sleuth investigation kind of um you know, show and then Luke Cage was more just like centered about this guy who 
you know, he just wanted to be like everyone else. He wanted to, you know, kind of fit in. Oh, yeah. cool. Hot cup of coffee. Must yeah. Sweet Christmas. Save the streets. That was, that was sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. No, I see. I like Luke Cage a lot because it has that black exploitation style, but it's not distracting to the point where it becomes laughable. You know, it's got yeah, that yeah. cool music and, you know, it, it's shot, you know, it's got really nice style in its cinematography. And I also like uh, Michael Coulter, you know, uh, as Luke Cage. No, yeah, he's really good. He's, I think yeah, he's, he's great. Really His acting's great. I understand Luke Cage's character. I like Luke Cage. Um, like I said, the second half of the season was garbage, and it almost ruined the entire season. Almost. Well, what about the origin about him in prison and shit? Like That stuff was kind of silly, but I dug it. You know, it's like, all right. It's whatever. It's it's silly, but it's it's okay. Well, let's get an Iron Fist. Yeah. So um, I, okay, so I liked the show a lot. I really liked all the stuff with the hand. Um, I really We're talking liked, about Iron Fist, right? Yeah, yeah. I really okay. liked all the origin stuff, and you like, you know, like I said, they just delve in more to who the hand is and what they want. And I liked all the Kun Lun shit. Um, I fucking hate Danny Rand. <laughs> so you hate that actor, pretty much? No, 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 no. Finn Jones is fine. Finn Jones, I think, is just playing the role they gave him. Um, he did a little bit over the top though, because basically he's just, just like, like every, you know, every fucking five minutes we had to know that he was Iron Fist. I like, am the Iron Fist. Yeah, I am the Iron Fist, defender of Kung Lin. Like you know, I hate like to, to defeat the hand. It was just like I, I'm destined to defeat the hand. Yeah, it was almost like okay. So I don't like him because he's annoying. He's stupid. Um, the character. I'm, I'm not talking about the actor. The character is dumb because it's like he. Uh, what is it? You know, he he ends up being like having a controlling share over his company. You know, later in the season. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, he goes to board meetings and they're like, okay, we're trying to sell this medicine for like something i don't remember what the disease was and he's just like we're gonna sell it at cost and they're just like we're gonna lose a lot of money if we do that he's like we're not greedy and this whole like humanitarian thing and like i don't i didn't blame them when the board's like hey fuck him we're voting him out i was like yeah this is like he's being really stupid like i get it you know it's like iron fist he's a good guy blah blah blah. he doesn't want to fuck over the poor but it's just like yeah but this is a corporation you're gonna tank your corporation it's like you don't know anything about running a business all you know how to do is fucking fight is kung fu? You know nothing. Do you about know that business. the show? I mean, do you think it kind of had like an arrow feel to it? Yes, except um, Oliver Queen, you know, in the first few seasons was actually like kind of smart and he kind of knew what he was doing. Whereas Danny Rand's really whiny and like dumb and has no idea. I'm how just saying that 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 feel it has like that feel, you know? Yes, like billionaire. Yeah, billionaire. You know, is missing for an extended period of time, and you know, yeah. It did definitely have that feel to me, but I did. Uh, I think it's the weakest out of all the shows. Basically, I mean, I liked it, but I wouldn't watch it again, just because like the story was kind of bland to me. About you know the the supporting cast, you know, like what was that? Um, the brother and sister that worked in the building with mm-hmm. him. Um, they were kind of boring. Ward and, and I Ward and I don't name. remember. And then their father, who uh, I mean, that was kind of interesting. Like he was actually David Wenham. Yeah, he was actually, actually you know. Uh, put in a building and he can never he can never leave the building. <laughs> yeah, I I really liked his whole dynamic. I didn't. I mean, him dying and coming back kind of like upset me at first. I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing? But then I realized that you know, oh, it's supposed to represent that the more you die and the more you come back, the more fuck fucking crazy you are. Yeah, because that whole uh, resurrection deal you get with the hand, it's not you know. Uh, yeah, when he first came back, he was completely out of it. I think he was just like wondering what is this like i don't know who i am kind of like you know he had that kind of like wait when he first came back when he first came back like when he came out of the water oh the second time second time yeah 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 yeah. no yeah i mean like he 
that was kind of more he was probably just disoriented and shit but i know um, but probably because he came back to life and that like you said it kind of makes you a little bit more crazier like when we're talking about um raza gul earlier in last episode yeah how every single time he came back he was more insane Mm -hmm. so something like that just bringing you back to life it's obviously mind fucks you well like at first you don't realize it and then he buys his assistant ice cream and then like the guy's like do you have any vanilla i don't go for this like fancy shit and then then just just lost his shit yeah um but you know it's it's funny because I feel I felt like he could have ended up being the main villain or something, instead of being a somewhat like side villain, because he was like he yeah. seemed like he was the main villain at first, but then like the hands there, and then you're kind of like wait who's the bad guy, and then like, yeah, and then he just kind of like dies. Like I said, like the, these these season finales for like the rest of these shows. Like, okay, <clears throat> I liked the season finale for Jessica Jones. For the first season. I liked that. I yeah, thought that it was actually well. a good season finale for sure. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, for Luke Cage, it was bad and it kind of ended like, you know, for Iron Fist, you understand what's going on, but it's like, I, I just felt like they could have done more with the um, Meacham character with David Wenham's character, the dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get it. Like Iron Fist was mostly just to, was a segue and not only to just getting the defenders ready, but to getting more exposition on the hand and all that shit. And I, I understood why it was there. It was kind of like why Captain America came out. Although I really liked that first movie until the end. Uh, After that montage. First Avenger? uh, Yeah. After that montage, the movie kind of like falls apart. But um, yeah, well, you know. Okay, so now that we've talked about all four of the shows to a degree, Mm -hmm. let's get into Defenders. Well, I mean, Defenders, like um, like I said, it's been like all building up to this. Like, you know, with the Avengers, you know, you had Iron Man and Thor. It all just builds up to this huge like superhero team up. And um, like you said, it was... It was very dry to me. Like, I was watching it. Like, it probably didn't take until, like, the second or th- I think the third episode before they actually all got together and started having that fight, like, in the... Um, by the way, this is all filled with spoilers. So, if anyone's not watched the show, don't listen to the rest of this. Um, basically, they're having that fight in, like, you know, the Oriental Kitchen or whatever, the restaurant. And then um, you can just tell, like... Uh, it's. I mean, for me, it was, like... First off, I got to say that the um, choreograph fight scenes were good the choreography the choreography yeah i really yeah i like them more in daredevil and then i found out in iron fist that they were uh they would choreograph on the day of which is why there were so many cuts and it felt kind of yeah yeah, yeah. you know Um, it was really funny though it was fine in this i guess you know it was really funny though is because when i was watching it um when danny Rand first fights luke and he's beating the fuck out of him but he's just not doing anything like he keeps punching him in the chest and kicking his legs but it's not doing anything he's just like i don't feel it i don't feel it but then if you notice later in the show like people are fighting luke and it's obviously like causing damage to him I was like what comment, the fuck's going yeah. on like you were just beat the fuck out of by you know iron fist and that didn't do shit and then all of a sudden out of nowhere these random hand guys these are like fighting ninjas, you and they're yeah. actually hurting you yeah well it's like i mean you know they were throwing them around a lot you know yeah like the ninjas it like yeah and they also were kind of like he'd get punched in the face and he'd be like oh then he'd like turn his head you know, or like yeah. he'd get hit in the stomach, and I'm just, and that was the same thing. I was just like, okay, Iron Fist didn't hurt you until he used his Iron Fist, but like everyone else is just like a ninja. Yeah, because remember in Luke Cage when uh, that guy, it's funny too because it's almost the same scene where the that guy, guy punches, punches Luke, in the, the Luke in the face and, and his hand broke. Yeah, or something. broke his wrist. Or and that same shot, but reversed. So when Iron Fist did it, like it pretty much pushed them all the way against the wall. Yeah, no, that was that was a nice, uh, nice little visual twist. Yeah, there. yeah, because you actually can say, all right, someone can actually you know fuck him up. Or like yeah. hurt him, but I, I caught that a lot during the rest of the uh, the season. It was just he was just taking hits, and he was pretending like it was hurting. Like, like 
from what it looked like, basically, if you hit him, it's like hitting a wall. So it's yeah. like it's not going to do shit. But apparently, all these other people are hitting him. And Electro was hitting him a bunch of she times. She's throwing around. And to my knowledge, even though she's the black sky, to my knowledge, she doesn't have any super strength. No, she she's doesn't. Just like, and it's like, what's the black sky? Really? It's like you get your. Okay, so in, in the context of the show, what the fuck's the black sky? Well, you're, just a super, you're a super weapon. Well, if you remember in um, season one of Daredevil, they talked about the black sky and um, it was stick uh, when he actually like showed up. He's like, we got to destroy the black sky. And it was actually some kid. Yeah, I remember that. Like, some young kid or something like in like a trailer. That, like, or, it was like at some docks or something and they were moving him to another truck or whatever. But right. It's pretty much what the hand thinks is uh, their ultimate weapon, like their salvation. So it has something to do because I was a little bit confused about that because so Electra dies. They put her in this thing like a like a coffin. Right. Or like a tomb. And then they fill it with blood. It looked like they filled it with, I think, what was called the substance. Yeah. The and that's them... the shit that, you know, was supposed to make them immortal. And yeah. Exactly. There was only like uh, they took a bunch from Kunlun when they left when the hand, the five fingers of the hand left and ancient times whenever the fuck that was yeah yeah so i mean i i believe it's just uh like the ultimate weapon like well okay well what i what i mean is like okay it's an ultimate weapon but it's like is she a super weapon does she have any powers does is she the key like it's it's kind of like how iron fist was the key to opening that door at the end at the end of defenders it's like okay what does the black sky do besides just they never really really covered that they never really kind of said what exactly she is i mean they said they said obviously she came back from the dead but she didn't retain any of her memories from being electra so i mean she's that's my she's thing. good it's, at hand-to-hand combat right but, but that's my thing it's like they don't specify what she is or why they need her it's just like she's the she's our weapon it's like all of you can fight just as well like who gives a fuck what's yeah, the i don't know i'm sure in the comics it's more fleshed out but in this it just felt like oh she's a person who's brought back to life so she's the black sky, but it's like, but all of you are brought back to life at some point. So you should be the black sky, all of you. So I didn't think that made any sense. And here, here's my thing. There wasn't a lot of exposition explaining that. And yet this season felt like it should have only been four episodes long because there was so much filler. I mean, if you remember in the first episode, like nothing happens besides like the earthquake at the end, nothing really happens. And then, like, episode two shows up. Nothing really happens until the very, very end. And then episode three, um, you know, they eventually get together. Is Was that the hallway scene? Or was that the... Yeah, that was at the building the scene. Other they place. actually go to the, um, I think, the hands headquarters. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, so, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but like, they should have done that I know in, like, episode I know what you're two. saying. I know there what you're was saying. just too much, like, filler. I know what you're saying about the filler, but if you really think about it like this, you have four characters that are already based, right? We already gave you the background story of each character in the, on their shows, but we still kind of need to do that because, you know, we can't just have, like, Luke Cage run in out of nowhere. We kind of need to know what no, happened No, no, no. I and- see. I understand that. Like, that's what episode one was for. I don't have any com- real complaints about episode one because it was supposed to be like, and this is where we left off with our heroes. This is, like, you know, now Luke Cage is out of prison. Oh, Daredevil has, turns out he hasn't actually been doing anything for the past year. He's just been plain old Matt Murdock. And so that was fine. That, that was fine that you kind of, like, we catch up with our heroes, see what they're up to now. But, like... What I mean is like, I mean, I remember there's like an, uh, a scene, I think episode seven or eight, where it's like, it's like Luke Cage, or I'm sorry, it's it's Claire talking to like uh, Karen Page or something, or she's talking to like Foggy, and there's like this five minute scene, I'm just like, who gives a shit? 
I don't care about these people. They're yeah. just like all we know that they're doing is they're sitting here because they're like you know they're wouldn't say they're in witness protection, but they're in protective custody because they're in danger because the hand knows who they are. It's like okay, great. I don't care what what she's doing. I don't care that the the actress Deborah Ann Wall knows how to cry really well. I don't care. Why do like who cares about this stuff? There's like a scene between like Claire and Colleen that just like drags on. It's like who gives a fuck? What like like I said, this like there was just What does this have to do with our actual main Exactly. It's cast. like you know, I get it. It's like, oh well it's some character development with these characters. I'm like, yeah, but like I don't care about these characters. The only one I care about who's a side character is Colleen because she actually knows how to kick ass. And Misty. Misty Night's cool too, the the detective. Yeah, yeah. And the big ass fucking hair. Her big hair was so big too. in this. Well, she's a fucking attractive young lady, but her <laughs> hair, dude, it was, it was like fucking looking at like a, like an Egyptian queen or something. I know. Cool. I know. She's actually, um, she looks just like that in the comic books too. Oh, does she? That's and perfect. it's kind of cool. Like how the very end she lost her arm. Cause in the comic books, she gets a bi bionic arm. Yeah. I was wondering, I'm like, if they're going to do something with that or is she going to be like a handicapped detective? Well, because at the very end they're like, okay, this is Danny Rand and he owns this hospital and they actually have the best of the best, like, you know, people that can work on you. So apparently they're going to probably give her a super fucking arm or some shit like Does that. Does she fight in the comics? I don't really know much about Misty Knight. I don't know. I just know that, um, Misty Knight. I know that Sweet just sounds something Christmas. like from Shaft. You're damn right. Like fucking. Well, like I said, this is a fucking. Uh, well, okay. First of all, I'm pretty sure that Luke Cage is based off of that because if you look at Luke Cage's first costume, he's like a super 70s looking disco yeah, black. I mean, he had like uh, chains around himself. And oh, yeah. Had... No, he's like. I mean, Luke Cage, same with Black Panther, was kind of like they were made because of the political climate of the time or in Luke Cage's case, um, because of the, the black exploitation theme of the seventies of, you know, you ever heard of like Foxy Brown or yeah, Blackula, like stuff like that, like fucking Blackula. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot about that too. That's yeah. Funny. Oh dude. Like there's other title names that I'm not going to say cause they're kind of racist, but, um, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, the, the, stay away from that. Yeah. 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 Trigger, trigger. But, um, yeah, no, the black exploitation stuff in the seventies was, it was fun. It was silly and it was fun. Oh, black dynamite. With um yeah, yeah yeah which came out like what seven years ago or something with Michael Jai White, it's the old Spawn, um, two thousand ten. I know right now there's also a character called Black Lightning. Yeah, no He's... no this was like a black exploitation like <gasps> motherfucker like I'm gonna punch the white man blah 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 like we are fight the man white, uh, black seen, power I and all seen that, that shit. Movie. Yeah, yeah, no, it's series. it's fucking it's really, really good and the end is amazing. <laughs> but um no, yeah, like Luke Cage, to my knowledge, was written, you know, kind of like in, in that spirit back in the Well, they days. were very they were very like proud of it because I remember a lot of the covers said America's favorite uh, black superhero. Right. You know, so they'll put stuff like that because you know, it caters to you know, the black uh, community as well. It's right. like we're not just a white, you know, like focused, you know, yeah, it's a diversity thing. Kind of what they're doing like now, except it was no, better back then. Um, do you know, though, actually, um, the original Defenders in the comic book was Doctor Strange, the Incredible Hulk, and Submariner? That was the original Defenders. Those three. That makes sense, but it would be weird to put... Uh, they can't do that, they can't obviously. Do it now, yeah. But um, I guess you have to come up with some name because, okay, we got these four characters we established. They all live pretty much in the same fucking city. Right. The same uh, some parts of New York. So why don't we just kind of get them together and do this? But the thing is, I was not really satisfied with the villain. Sigourney Weaver, she's an amazing actress. I love her in a lot of other fucking films, but she just wasn't intimidating in this. She didn't seem like the head of the hand. And, you know, you had the horny guy from Transformers 2 who was the other member of the hand. They had another guy who just spoke Japanese, even though oh, everyone was the speaking. Wait, fuck- what do you mean the, the horny guy? What are you, t- what are you talking about? You mean Bakudo? 
Uh, the guy with the curly hair. Yeah, Pluto. The that's the character. He is. He was in Transformers too. Remember, he was, uh, was Sam Witwicky's roommate. Like, oh, that's who that was. Yeah, he looked familiar. Yeah, yeah, he was Fucking Sam Witwicky. Transformers. God. And uh, it's funny too because Trish, she was in Transformers yeah, as well. She was in the first one. I she remember was that. First yeah, one. she's an Australian. She's an Australian life. actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just didn't find the intimidating. Then you had the guy who was. Um, you know, he, I like uh, the guy who spoke uh, Japanese. Spoke Japanese, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was cool, but he wasn't as t- intimidating as Nobu. Was that the guy from the? Yeah, Nobu was from. That uh, guy Daredevil. seemed more badass. Yeah, because he was, he was seen scarier. like straight up, like you know, like. Legit. I guess he was just a puppet of someone in the hand. What is it? Well, they said that he was not as you know, as revered. A, uh, no, not as respected or not as good as the guy who just spoke Japanese. I'm sorry. I fucking don't know his name. Well, but I just thought it was kind of like, okay, this guy is speaking Japanese, right? Everyone around him speaking English. They all know what he's saying, but and he knows what they're saying, but why is he not speaking? English? I think it was just a character thing. Like, yeah. And then Madam Gao, which like is how Madam Gao did in, in Daredevil. Yeah. Well, she season. spoke in, and she didn't speak a word of English. I think, in but the I mean, season. Madam Gao was another one. I was kind of like, okay, she's interesting. Oh, what the fuck's up with her superpower? That's the thing I was actually going to bring up. She was, should be the leader. She can crush she's everyone. Like, she has some sort of uh, telekinesis power or something. Like, she'd push people back without touching them. Yeah. And she would, like, move rocks and stuff. So I remember, kind of I remember like, when you, uh, Iron Fist tried to fight her in the first season of Iron Fist. And, like, she threw him back with her power. Like, whoa. I'm like, that's fucking sick. I was like, oh, so, like, do the five fingers of the hand have powers or something? And, like, I really see, okay. I really liked it when Madame Gao and Luke Cage fought because it was like finally like someone who's kind of on par with him because all these other people, Luke Cage can pick them up with his fucking hand and crush them with one fucking hand. But Madame Gao, however, has like powers and she can like, I remember he like, he threw those cinder blocks at her and then she stopped it with her powers. I'm like, this is sick. Finally, someone who can actually take on Luke Cage and it makes sense to his character and to his strengths and his weaknesses. Whereas like a ninja punching him in the face and him falling to the ground, that was retarded. Yeah, that's what I meant from earlier saying. Like, yeah. why did it seem like he was taking damage when basically he's like a fucking tank? Yeah. So um, I do like Stick. I've always loved that character in the show. The actor, again, I don't remember his name. Um, it turned out like he was almost going to be like the villain in this near the end because he was going to kill Danny Rand, Iron Fist. And then it uh, turned out that um, he was killed by Elektra. Yeah, that was really weird. Like, I... You know what that remember remember how in Days of Future Past they kind of just made Magneto a villain and it kind of felt forced. I f- I felt like in Days of Future Past him becoming a villain was just kind of forced. Or okay, uh more specifically I'm referring to that scene where they finally catch up with Mystique and she's about to kill um Trask, uh Peter Dinklage mm-hmm. and then uh you know he gets away or whatever and you know they the X-Men stop her from killing him and then like Magneto's just like Hey, uh, Mystique, I have to kill you because of the future. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Think about this for a second. What are you doing? You don't have to kill anyone. And so I just kind of felt like that was forced. I felt like that was a way of just writing Stick out. So He was just kind of shoved in there, but pretty much he's like the smartass. And I actually like that scene, though, when uh, he was talking about they all have to get together and fight the hand. Mm -hmm. And Jessica Jones walks off. He's like, get the fuck over here or something. He didn't say it like that. He's like, get your ass over here. And then she didn't. And then she just kept walking. She kept walking, yeah, but I mean... Um, yes, you don't tell her what to do. She's strong and No, 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 and then she had to go home and have a couple of drinks, think about, you know, what was... She had to go get drunk and be <laughs> get a little story bit like she up. was anyways. Yeah, I mean... I like the investigation shit she was doing. That was cool, but, like, there was only, like, a handful of scenes where she was doing that. The rest of the time, like, the defenders are fighting, and you kind of see her just throwing people around. That's another thing that really bugged me about 
um, Jessica Jones, the show, as well as her and um, Luke Cage in Defenders, where it's like, since they're so strong, it would be weird for people to have, I guess, to to have like good fight choreography, because like I said, you know, Luke Cage can punch you once and then you're done. Same with Jessica Jones. But it's like, it would be nice to have them actually like fight people. Like, it would have been cool if like the black sky was like, oh, you're a super person. You're like Luke Cage or you're like Jessica Jones where you have super strength. Then it would be cool to watch her fight Jessica Jones because it's like, oh, there's stakes now because they're evenly matched. And you don't know who's going to win because they're both um, of the same strength, of the same physical Yeah, but Jessica Jones really is not a fighter. I mean, she probably just knows how to punch and like maybe kick. But because of her strength, that gives her an advantage. So, I mean, if she was fighting like Elektra, Mm -hmm. seriously, Elektra would beat her ass. Well, they did fight. They did fight like and she two or fucked three her times. up, and then uh, finally she uh, Jessica Jones lands a punch, and I'm like, thank you. I know, <laughs> like land a punch and then step on her chest and then hold her down with your foot. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what also, she should you know, have done. Was also kind of hilarious was the when um, Matt Murdock Daredevil gets in his suit and he comes close to the group because I think he had to suit up again, mm-hmm. and Jessica Jones goes, really. Now this is happening, like because you know he's the only guy in a fucking. You liked her quibs? I thought she they were. There's a couple quibs that were kind of funny, but she, like you said, she was like a bitch. She was like a smartass. Yeah. She was just like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I have to because you know this because is gonna, reasons. You know, there's, I don't want any responsibility day. because I'm a damaged character, even though she kind of isn't. It's just like okay, you dealt with Kilgrave now, and you're you're free of the bullshit. Like you know, you yeah. should be happy. I she's still like more felt miserable. like there was some sort of connection between her and Luke Cage, though, near the end. Yeah, she they they have more chemistry together than ten, they're Claire, married or uh, they have and, children uh, or something in the comics. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, he she's Jewel, right? Jessica Jones is Jewel. What her actual real name? Or no, that's mean? her. That's her superhero name, right? Her name's uh, Jewel. Doesn't she fly in the comic? Because she's like got purple hair and shit. I can't remember, dude. I really don't follow a lot of Marvel characters. Like I'm gonna the look new this ones. up. Hang on, no, 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 no. Yeah, you go ahead. Look, I'm gonna look this up. Um, right now. while he's looking that up. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, she, like I said, is more of a brawler. She's not much of a like, you know, straight up like martial artist. Um, with Daredevil though, I mean, obviously, he's fucking good at what he does. Um, yep, I was right. What what was her name? Uh, she's Jewel. She's Jewel. That's her superhero name. Oh, cool. Um, but I mean, I really like the fight. Uh, scenes between you know Daredevil and um, Electra that was pretty good near the end when they're fighting and realizing like what's the point of fighting when we really like love each other you know and let's have a you kiss. know that's like okay so wait wait so you tell me you didn't really have a you didn't really like that whole kind of ending thing well it's, it's just like okay you he ended up not loving her anymore in the past in season two because he's just like you know hey you're you're a lot of trouble for me like yeah i dug it we had but you're like a psychotic killer and i kind of want someone who's a little more grounded hence why i really liked like the, karen yeah like i that's why i liked the karen page stuff with him it's because like you guys have chemistry i understand why you want to be with her she's normal and like i mean it was fine in the beginning of defenders where he's like uh, Electra, this isn't you. It's me, Matt. Like he's just trying to get through to her because it's like, hey, we were friends once. We were friends, but then like at the end where he's like, let's run away together. I love you. I was like, oh, you do? Oh, what about Karen? Or is that just a way of <laughs> yeah. trying to get her to fucking calm down? Okay, the big thing, and this is the big thing for me. Why the fuck did Electra decide after she got her memories back that she's the leader of the hand? That was not, yeah, I, you know. If I were her, I would have just killed all okay, of them and be like, all right, thing, we're done. Here's the thing about that. So, pretty much throughout the entire show, we're made to believe that she's not in there anymore. Like they said, it was a vessel for this black sky. Right. 
she's sort of having memories of who she was though she was like she was looking at the weapons like the size like which is uh you know electra's main weapon of choice i just um when she finally kind of killed stick then she started talking in her accent again which was like kind of like a what was like a british accent she's got yeah the actress is like french cambodian in real life. Yeah, because... And Electra's during, supposed to be Greek, right? Yeah, yeah. During the beginning of it, she's just like, I am here to help the hand. Like, she would talk, like, normal, like, really slow. And then when she actually got back as Electra, she was just talking, like, how she did in, like, the second season. So why... I mean, yeah, because... Was her accent different? I thought it was the same. No, it was different. She oh. didn't have the accent. So when she, like, came... She was like, hi, Matthew. And was just like are you back to normal? Like, why the fuck are you killing people again? Like, you know, why do you want to kill, you know, Matt? Like, seriously, it's, it was just weird. It's like, I'm the, I'm the leader of the hand now because then she kills Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I'm the leader of the hand because of reasons. And now I want to be immortal. So it's like, okay, you've been brainwashed by an organization that you've been training your whole life to kill. You were only brainwashed because maybe like a year's worth of like indoctrination. However, you've snapped out of it and you know who you are now. Why don't you just kill the other leaders of the hand and then just take off, walk up to, Danny Rand and everyone. Hey, everyone. Good news. I took care of the hand for you. We're done. So uh, you guys can go back to your normal lives. I'm going to go use all the money that I had before and just go live rich. Hey, Matt, want to go fucking France or something like like <laughs> it, that's what it should have been. It's like, why is she why does she want to be the leader? And it's like oh, you can use it made excuse. no sense. They didn't really explain it. Why she wanted to take over like, oh, well, you know, she was resurrected. And so now her brain's all twisted. It's like, eh, that was not being. No, she uh, knew what she was doing. Yeah. I mean, she was still aware of who she was. Like she said, my name is Electra Nachos. Not I'm always going to say Electra nachos. Nacho cheese. Yeah. 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 But Electra yeah, Doritos. I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I saw like a meme or like a photo of um, I actually sent it to Chris once because we were talking about like Electra and it's her like popping out of like a, a bowl with all these fucking chips like and she says <laughs> Electra nachos and she's like got the size popping out with like fucking Doritos all That's sticking awesome. on this is really funny <laughs> yeah every time I hear the name nachos I just like think I think of nachos, nachos and then you start or, getting or hungry Doritos, like yeah. oh fuck man I gotta go to the store <laughs> um, so yeah I mean her being the leader of the hand at the very end, I mean, I still, I still didn't get it because, like, I could told you, I didn't really like Sigourney Weaver's character. It was kind of like, okay, so she was sick, but she was really old. So, like, everyone in the hands basically like lived for a long time. And yeah, uh, my knowledge, think about it like this though. There's like a lot of decapitations years. in this show too. It's quite a lot. Yeah, it's violent. I, I like the violence. Like that stuff is fine. Did you? I mean, as far as Sigourney Weaver goes, like her character, like the villain that she was supposed to be. Did you really find her intimidating? No. Yeah, exactly. So you found like Kingpin intimidating. I did. He was scary because like he was like, well, like okay, like I always thought that Kingpin in this in the Daredevil show had like Aspergers or something. Yeah, because like the way the actor decided to use the voice and like his facial expressions and like the way like how he would like behave like a big baby. Um, and I kind of liked that. I was kind of like, oh, oh, you make king- an omelet the- every single morning. Yeah, like the Kingpin kind of has like autism and like he's fucking weird and like he's like super like. I remember at one point that Russian guy in season one interrupts his dinner and so he kills him. He just bashes he has, like, his a, head. A temper tantrum. I liked that. He was that gave him some depth, and you realize that he was still kind of like that kid he used to be. You know that angry, angsty little kid who hated his, who killed his dad. You know, and you know had all and has like you know as a loves his mommy he's a mommy's boy and like i i really his character had depth and he was weird and that made him scary because i'm like yeah. ah, this weird autistic person with like powers or with um 
with like political power and you know all this money and like you know he's also really big and strong like this is kind of freaky i liked that um but no it's getting back to your question so gourney weaver like was just like she was trying to be like stoic you know Mm-hmm. Like I'm Sigourney Weaver. I am the leader of the hand. I'm so smart, and I'm I don't Alexandria. smile. And it's just like you know, I, I get what you're trying to do here. And yes, Sigourney Weaver is a good actress, but you sh- they should have tried to use maybe someone else, someone who's good at playing. Yeah, angry. someone a little bit more intimidating. I mean, just because use a, if she's supposed to be use like, Viola Davis, use Amanda yeah, Waller. That, that would have been awesome. Like yeah, someone like say, her. Like okay, say she was the head of the hand. Like basically, like there she was. She was their leader. I think Gao should be the leader. She's the one with the superpowers. So she was a leader, but it pretty much seemed like she just was kind of like she didn't seem to have any special abilities. She only did like one little fight, which was she was blocking Electra's like. Yeah, there's more choreography with Madame Gao, and that actress is probably older. (laughs) She looks more frail, too. Exactly, too. So um, I just didn't find her as intimidating as, say, Kingpin or um, Jessica Jones, you know, Purple Man. I just don't know, man. It was just I, I, I saw it first, and I was like, when I saw Chosen, I'm like, oh, badass, because Sigourney Weaver. I mean, I, she's a good actress, and I loved her in Aliens. You know, I'll but... admit it threw me off in the trailer. I was just like, Sigourney Weaver is a villain. What the fuck is this? I no, was but like, then okay. they've been like, it would have been cool though if she had some like sort of a special ability, or maybe. she could fight really well, which or like means... she was just like superhuman strong, like, but no one like she'd be like, um, no one would assume this woman was like this strong, because she yeah, like, like have her have her, her come out of nowhere. She just comes like does some crazy shit you know yeah have her powers and her skills come out of left field where you don't expect it and it's cool remember that scene where she was uh she was like having a meal and the japanese guy walked up to her with like this bottle of champagne and then he tells her her. i'm gonna kill you i was like oh they're gonna fight and then you're gonna see her kick ass yeah yeah and then Electra just walks in with danny and it's like oh okay they're not gonna fight it's over and then they and then i think it's the next scene or whatever she uh Electra kills alexandra and i'm like Oh, and I think that was the point. I think the whole show was to was trying to mislead. That wasn't even near the end. That was like probably three episodes until the end of it. So that was Sigourney Weaver. It's done. She's gone. Oh, it's like really, you built up her character. You built up like right at the beginning of the fucking show. It's like about her, like you know, finding out that she's sick. You didn't really get to know much about her, even though that she was a leader of the hand. You still didn't get to know more about her. Like Madame Gao, you knew a lot about her. The other two guys, the black guy. Um, who was the Rastafarian, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the African dude. I kill you with guns. Um, I am the captain, no. <laughs> I am the captain. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see no Tom Hanks in there, but uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, so him and the Japanese guy and the horny guy from Transformers 2. I'm just I love how you're just that. calling him the horny guy, Bakudo. Yeah. He's the only name I know, and Alexandra and Gao. I don't They're know not the intimidating two. as the hand. I'm sorry. In the comic books, like I said, I didn't read Daredevil a lot. The hand was mostly a bunch of fucking ninjas, right? And they had like a sensei or some guy who was the main guy. This was just a bunch of ordinary looking fucking people who obviously did have some martial arts skills to them. But still, it was just, I didn't see them as an intimidating. Like, okay, like right now I know for a fact, I'm trying to figure this out because I know Marvel made a statement just recently separating their TV universe from their movie universe, even though it's in the same fucking universe it's in the same thing but what you're saying is like iron man's not gonna hang out with daredevil in an episode well because they're not gonna if collide. you look at it they've given you like uh, like say daredevil season one there were so many easter eggs to like uh, like the avengers yeah they mentioned iron man and thor in the first yeah they, they don't really say their names but they say like you know i think jessica jones she's like i'm not like that big green guy so they can't yeah. say the names which is really silly even though it's a they Marvel can't show. they can they just don't want to it's, it's yeah. more of kind of like a 
we're gonna we're gonna tittle the balls of the nerds. And yeah, not but if you look, we're gonna give them just a taste. If you look in Defenders, though, um, Karen Page, like uh, I guess she became like the lead of editorial or of uh, something. She okay. was taking the office can, of that. Can we one talk guy. about Can we talk about Karen Page for a second? Go ahead. Okay, so to my knowledge, how how being a lawyer works is you're a lawyer and then you have a paralegal who's like a secretary, but like they also need. Yeah, she was a secretary. They assistant. they need um. They need to have some sort of law degree. It's not like a not like a lawyer's law degree, but they have to they have to have experience in law. To my knowledge, Karen Page in the show, she was just like a secretary, and then she becomes a paralegal. Now, granted, you know, Nelson and Murdoch they don't they're not very they're not a very traditional law firm, and so obviously it made sense, I guess, for them to like, hey, we're gonna use this secretary who we defended for a minute, and we're gonna make her our paralegal. That stuff, I understood that, but then all of a sudden she becomes like Ben Urich and she's like a reporter. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of seeing why are you sitting in his office. That was that was a thing. Like, okay, like I like the actress; she's good, but I, I felt like that was another issue with Daredevil season two was that like she was in it too much. She was doing too much shit. Like when um when Matt Murdock and fucking and and Foggy are trying to like you know do lost shit. Like like they're they're talking to that guy Grotto in season two about Punisher. Like why is Karen there? Why is Karen later when Punisher's in his fucking bed? Why is she there? That's not know. her job. I really don't know. Like it, you're not there to talk to the defendant and or the plaintiff or whatever. You're a fucking like you're a glorified secretary. Fuck off. <laughs> this isn't your job. Like I said, you know, I, I get it. They're, they're trying to give her something to do. Deborah Ann Wall is a good actress, but it's like if you think about realism and whatnot, and it's hard it's hard to use the word realism in a show about super ninjas and a guy with a golden fist, but like that wouldn't make sense in the real world. There wouldn't be a paralegal, you know, helping negotiate a witness protection thing and so exactly. i and, and you know and who ends up becoming a fucking reporter like what the fuck what is this she she just can do it all now like yeah i don't know i really don't know i mean my point being at that though um was the fact that you know she's in ben yurik's office mm -hmm. and he still has the newspaper uh clippings from like the battle of new york or the when the hulk uh fought um god what's Tony Stark? Obama, uh, abomination and uh, oh that's in there yeah there's like God, they I forgot they that fought in brooklyn happened. yeah if you remember um actually actually no no wait i think harlem. it was harlem they fought in harlem because yeah. remember in avengers he was just like he i broke almost harlem. broke harlem yeah um so they're giving you the nods that yes this is in the same universe but it's like you think about like this um with all like the superheroes are right now in the marvel universe and you, you basically we just got introduced to spider-man who lives in queens which is in new york which you kind of think like Okay, so is Spider-Man gonna bump into say Daredevil or something? Name's like, too big. It's just too big. And I, no. I was thinking like this. Okay, so we're gonna have Infinity War come out next year, right? And um, I believe it's next year. Yeah. And I was thinking like a cool little throwback to that to at least let you know that these characters exist in this world. And say for example, like it really seems to me like the fight with Thanos is gonna be on some other planet, and they're gonna have some of the other Avengers on Earth fighting his uh, children of the Thanos characters. Um, that something that's going to happen. Like maybe something like, like a ship's going to like, like come out of the sky and like, like zoom past like parts of New York. And then you see all of them, like probably like the defenders as a, uh, you know, still as a group, and they're looking up at this fucking thing. Like, and that was it. Like they'll say like one line, like looks like we're having trouble again or something. I just, something like that, you know, you want there to be a nod, just like a little nod, like a little nod to say, all right, these people are actors. I mean, 
two of them. Well, one was in Breaking Bad, which is a huge which fucking is Kristen show. Kristen Ryder, Jessica Jones. Yeah, and then the other. Um, and then Finn Jones, was Iron in Fist, Game was, of Thrones. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, what was his character? Charlie Cox too was in uh, Mad Men, I believe. Yeah. Mad Men. Mad Men or. Oh, he was in Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire, yeah. And you know, I don't really know what um, Luke Cage, the actor, uh, he's been Michael in. Coulter. He he's been in like a lot of dude. He was like in Halo Five, and he was in like the little Halo TV show spinoffs they had. Really? Yeah. I mean, like so he was a voice. He's in done Halo other 5? stuff, but he's mostly been doing a lot of Halo shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, yeah. I mean, like they're they're all TV actors, you know. Um, and so it, like I don't know. There's this weird stigma where it's like you know it's really hard for TV actors to make it big in movies but then it's like if you're a huge hollywood actor and you go to tv your career's ruined there's like all these like little fucking there's all these yeah, sayings i, know, I understand shit. that but you know we had a uh but i, I uh, like, agent carter show right yeah and she was in the fucking films you know we had was, agents of shield and those ki- he's been in the fucking film so it's like why don't you just take a nod and just at least say hey we you know, we were uh, recognize that these characters do exist in this world. We're not going to say they do do that. I mean, like especially in Agents of Shield. I mean, I remember I only watched the first season because well, I hate it. Well, but Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury was in one of the episodes. Yeah, he was in one of them. And then they, you know, after the Thor, the Dark World, they're like they're cleaning up for that. And like, you know, yeah, no, th- there there's plenty of nods. I don't I don't care about fan service. Fan service to me is just like that's like icing on the cake. I don't think that shit like that should drive a movie i don't think fan service is needed that's my big problem with star wars force awakens is half the movie's fan service i'm just like this is stupid how can you build an entire plot off fan service well yeah i mean that's a wholly different fucking ball game on that but i'm like you know i'm just saying like you've already kind of established this you know and even if it's like fan service or if you don't really give a shit it's like to me I like to at least see some sort of nod because, you know, I know for a fact well, we're, we, not, we're gotten, not going to see them fight. In we've Infinity. got nods. We have those. I know, That's I know, but we have are. not really seen anything like, okay, Infinity War is supposed to be this huge-ass fucking thing. Right. And I think they said, the uh, the guys that are directing it, the Russo brothers, mm-hmm. they said that we're going to have like this many characters in the fucking movie. It was like a lot. It was like 40 or 50 or something. So I was like, is this going to be some of the Netflix characters? Because, you know, I mean, that would kind of make sense, even though if they had like maybe like a two-minute scene or something, but they're not. So, But at the same time, I do like the fact that they're not mixed in with that because they stand out on their own, you know? Right. So we don't need to, we don't need them to go, Oh shit, we need Iron Man or we need Spider-Man or whatever. You know, they they don't really it seems like watching the Marvel movies they uh they have more of a like a super sci-fi feel to them. When you watch the Defenders even though that's it is sci-fi, it still doesn't feel super sci-fi. It kind of when we were talking about well, Batman it's fantasy, it's fucking magic and shit. I know, but if you really look at it, it's a little more darker, you right. know. Right. No, it's got a different tone. Um I think it would be weird for well, it wouldn't make sense because Daredevil, he's just a ninja. It would be weird if Daredevil was no, he's not just fighting. a ninja. Okay, he's got like the super. He's got like really good hearing and shit, and like yeah, like he has those powers, but those powers don't make him necessarily stronger, like a stronger fighter. Like it would be weird if Daredevil was fighting the Tatari, like a bunch of aliens with super guns and hovercrafts and shit. Like, what's he gonna do? punch them he's gonna punch well, look at gun. this i mean black widow and hawkeye were fighting them and yeah they came well out fine that yeah and that's forced and I, I it's funny that they they say that in uh avengers 2 he's talking to um 
Hawkeye is talking to Scarlet Witch, he's just like, we're in a flying city, there's a bunch of robots, and I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, you shouldn't be... Look, fucking... Hawkeye is a Green Arrow ripoff. He's a fucking... And Green Arrow is a Robin Hood ripoff. That's all they are. It's like... You know, it was silly back in the day for them to be in the movies. And it was cool that Hawkeye was in the first Avengers. I liked that he said in second Avengers, like, yeah, I don't know why I'm fucking here. And after that, I was hoping, like, oh, cool, Jeremy Renner's contract's ending. Now they're going to let him go. And then he comes back in Civil War. And I'm like, oh. He's also coming back for Infinity War. Yeah, of course he is, because money. Yeah. You know, I, I fucking, he's probably getting millions of dollars to do it. I'd fucking say yes, too. But no, it's just course. like, yeah, he's going to shoot a bunch of aliens with... Uh, with his fucking bow and arrow. And it's like, <laughs> oh, well, his bow, his, his arrows have, like, bombs and shit. And you, you, he's got, like, a utility belt in his fucking arrow case. And it's like, yeah, his yeah, quiver. yeah. I get that. It's quiver. Thank you. But it's like, he's not, it's a little, it's a little above his pay he's grade just to a be normal fighting guy. I mean, a he's space really, guy. I mean, he's really uh, well-trained. Um, but, you know, he's not a superhero like Thor or Hulk. But... I'm actually reading this online really quick. This is a really funny quote someone put. It says, the defenders can always count on two things. Claire being smart and Danny being dumb. <laughs> yeah, fucking, yeah, no, Danny's a, Danny's a fucking idiot. And like you said, he's annoying. And that could be an actor choice because, you know, uh, with Finn Jones is uh, Loris Tyrell. I, don't, I didn't find him annoying. I, I found his character. He wasn't really great. in the show that much. Yeah, though. he wasn't. But like Finn, no, I think Finn Jones is a good actor. But as far as his character, I think whoever's directing him is just like, he is not likable. The only characters out of all the Defenders, the current Defenders who I like, are um, Daredevil and Luke Cage. I'm talking about in the in the show, yeah, not yeah. in the comics. Um, like I said, I can't wait for the Punisher show. Uh, hopefully it doesn't suck. Which is really weird because I was looking at the um, IMDb for the Defenders and it says that John Berenthal yeah was in it. Uh, I did not well, see him in the show at all. He wasn't. Did Did you watch there the was last a teaser trailer? Oh, yeah. But yeah, if you would really count that as like because yeah. technically it's in the episode, so yeah. No, that was dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say though. Um. The very end scene with, you know, the building coming down. First off, okay, I was a little bit confused. So Iron Fist needed to open up this door cave, whatever the fuck it was, this uh, cave to the fucking Troll Mountain. Well, I don't fucking know what it uh, is. It was, a, it was a door to the cave where the dragon where the subs- that he was So that was killed. a dragon. Yeah, that was the dragon that okay, you so see that in the episode 7 where they're zooming out. That was his Iron Fist emblem dragon yeah because i was like what the fuck is this a dinosaur that's the one he punched in the heart to get the power of the iron fist yeah yeah okay Um, that makes sense because i was looking at it like this is a dinosaur then they pulled back the shot and i was like that's fucking this is a fucking dragon but then there was all those other bones and shit of all those other creatures i they didn't flesh that out i take it they're gonna flesh that out more so the the magic soup thing that makes you fucking immortal whatever live longer was that actually in this cave uh i think that cave Maybe? What was the point of going in that cave just to find the dragon? I think the subs. I think that cave, to my knowledge, that cave is connected to Kun Lun. Like it's in the same dimension as Kun Lun, and so they open the door to the cave. They're gonna go into this alternate dimension, and then they're gonna go back into Kun Lun. That's another thing. It's like so the hand. They just want Kun Lun back. They just want to go back, and they want to be immortal. Mm-hmm. Is is that their main motive? I thought they were like ninjas who wanted to be immortal and take over the world. Like. They just want to go back to Kunlun because they miss how pretty it was. <laughs> like what what was the what was the point of that? What was their motive? 
that's I just don't know. I don't know the motive. That's what made uh, it was see, a here, big see, plot hole. See, this is fucking... what pisses me off is that like they spend all this time on stupid filler scenes of fucking Karen Page and Foggy talking for no fucking reason, on on scenes of Colleen crying for no reason and Claire trying. It's just like I don't care about any of that shit. Give me some more fucking plot of, you know, some more stuff that has to do with the plot. Like, what the fuck is the hand's motivation? They just want to go to Kunlun? Then why the fuck have they been doing all this shit for thousands of years? Why don't they just go to Kunlun and go, hey, we fucked up. We're sorry. Can we come back? We're sad. We're sorry. So they needed the Iron Fist to come down there, punch that fucking magic wall. Yeah. Oh, and I saw that coming, by the way, when it's like uh, Elektra lured him to punch the wall. I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, oh, that's predictable. Um... Yeah, like, it's just, this show felt like it should have only been four episodes long. I didn't, it wasn't horrible to me. I just, there's so many plot holes in it and everything. I was really excited to, you know, start watching it. And I watched it all, like, in two days. I didn't really sit through the entire Yeah, I think it took me it. two or three days um, to watch it. I would watch it before the gym. And then come home after the gym, watch yeah, yeah. more. <laughs> you get your pump on, you'd be like, oh, God, what's up? Get my fucking, pump on to my I want to see fist. some fucking Luke Cage, man. Pumping my iron fist. <laughs> um... Uh, there was a scene in the show too, which I thought was kind of funny when on the subway and it seems like everyone was kind of dumb on how to get on there. Except, you know, Jessica was smart. She had a Metro card. So they get on there and the homeless guy's sleeping and she just grabs one of his beers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was funny. That, yeah. She's a fucking alcoholic. Yeah. I mean, like when I saw it, I was so bored of her by then and I was so done with the show and just annoyed that like when she did that, I was like, yeah, yeah, you drink. I get it. Fuck off. That was my whole thing. Remember, remember that scene in suicide squad where, uh, Captain Boomerang drinks a beer in the middle of like a fight. That's what it felt like. It just felt out of place and just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, and then he does You're it. Edgy. Again. Then he does it again later in, in the movie. Oh, he does it twice, or when they're in the um, bar? when he leaves the Suicide Squad, like you know, they leave the bar and he runs off, and then he comes back when they're kind of doing the famous walk, all of them. Oh, he up. shouldn't have come. And then back. he just comes out of nowhere and he's drinking a beer and he just throws it on the ground and like you know, uh, Harley Quinn looks at him and just goes, oh yeah, he's back. You know, uh, like I remember, like uh, re- fucking watching a review where they were just like that didn't make sense. Like he was such a like a he was such a uh, a selfish fucking asshole that when they were like when uh, Captain Flag broke his fucking things, like you're all free to go. Like Captain Boomerang taking that booze and running. I'm like that is so in his character because he doesn't give a shit about any of this. Yeah, he's he only doesn't. doing this because he's gonna die if he doesn't. And the fact that he came back was stupid. I don't want to even talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squad right no, now. I think Fuck we're actually cancer. gonna get into that in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, but. I know for a fact that they obviously, for a second, I was like, okay, Daredevil's not dead. Why the fuck? Oh, no shit. Season three's already been confirmed. Yeah. Bullseye and shit's coming. Oh, do we know who's playing Bullseye? Uh, you know, I didn't even actually know that because I was going to say they need to bring in Bullseye. Yeah, yeah. It's not Colin O'Farrell, thank God. <laughs> oh, Colin Farrell? That'd Colin funny. O'Farrell or Colin it, Farrell? It's just Farrell. It, I mean, it might be O'Farrell, but his stage name is Farrell. Colin O'Farrell. Um, no, I don't know who's going to be playing Bullseye. I hope it's someone good, though. Someone probably twisted because Bullseye is pretty fucking twisted villain. Um, remember when I was showing you, uh, I let you borrow um, Old Man Logan? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you didn't let me borrow it. I own it. Oh, you own it? Yeah, I bought it. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're borrowing Flashpoint. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, remember that scene, though, when he was uh, thought he was attacking the villains, which is actually the X-Men? Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, the last person he was fighting was Bullseye. <laughs> Oh, was it? Yeah, the last person that was left alive because they, they kept fighting for a while because they were so like... You know, I thought it was Mysterio was the last person he was fighting. No, no, no. It was Bullseye. Mysterio was the one that was fucking with him. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I really want to see Bullseye. I do. I want to see him done well. I don't really like him in the Ben Affleck film. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I already know that um, Jessica Jones uh, season two is confirmed. And I think they said that Kilgrave is coming back. I don't know how the fuck he's coming back because I thought she snapped his neck. Um, I don't know about Luke Cage season two. I'm sure that we'll have that or Iron Fist season two. I know, like you said, Daredevil season three. And we have Jessica Jones season two. That's the only ones I know about so far. And then The Punisher. Which is- yeah, Punisher is supposed to be coming out this year. They don't have an, an exact date. Which I'm really fucking stoked about, because like you said, John Berthenol, Berthenol, why can I say that name? Bernthal. 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 Berthenol. 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 Bertha. <laughs> that sounds like some kind John of like fucking anti-pregnancy like drug. Berthenol? Berthenol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, it's uh, a birth control. I, I knew. Uh, Punish your fetus with the new Berthenol birth control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Here it is again. Um. So yeah, I I knew he wasn't dead. I'm just questioning if Electra's dead. Uh, I don't know how the fuck he got out of there. He was with if nuns he, all if of a sudden. If he got out, she got out. Yeah, because he was maybe she pulled him out, then ran off. That fell flat to me. She too. pulled off. Like, oh a look, he's dead. Thing. Not, and I'm like, and then they show him at the end of like, yeah, I know Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Superman's not. I dead. I hate this yeah. shit where they think the person's dead, then they actually fucking t- put all that time into doing a funeral and all that bullshit. And oh, by the way, he's alive. Okay. Well, there wasn't a, in Defenders. It was just like, a, oh, he's missing. And it's like, yeah, fucking, we know he's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably in a cave somewhere or Stick's not dead and or something. I don't fucking and Do you remember, care. like, at the very end, you see Iron Fist sitting on top of the roof, like, pretending he's just, like, Daredevil? Yeah, I thought he was for a second. And I liked the twist that he was. And I was like, oh. Do you know, so- actually, Iron Fist did don the Daredevil costume. Oh, uh, in the comics? Yeah, he did. I forgot the reason why, but they actually, he took over the mantle or some shit. Uh, was Daredevil's back broken by the, by the King <laughs> by Bane? Bane? <laughs> King Bane broke his uh, back, Bane. and then uh, Azrael Iron Fist took yeah. the mantle. Yeah. So okay, basically back to Defenders. Do you, um, as far as all the shows we've gotten so far from Marvel, as you know, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, where would you rate Defenders? I know you have a weird rating. All right, no, no, no. Before. I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm not using that. Here, here, here. I'm gonna go from one to I guess five because there's five shows. It's Daredevil is my number one because it's fucking awesome. Uh, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Defenders. So Defenders was like the weakest one out of all of them? Yes. Because, I, like I said, Iron Fist is really annoying mainly because the character Danny Rand's really annoying and he's stupid. But um, I enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it because of all the hand stuff. I liked all that stuff. That stuff to, was interesting to me. I don't know. Maybe it yeah. fell flat for other people, but I liked it. Um, but Defenders, let's put it this way. I was not excited to watch the last two episodes. Like I, By season, by episode six, I was done. I'm like, I'm done with this show. I don't want to watch it anymore. But there's two more episodes left. Fuck. <laughs> That's how I felt. I'm like, I really don't want to watch it. At least it anymore. wasn't like 20 episodes. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, if it was like a fucking like a uh, CW show where it was 22 episodes, I would have given up. I would have been like, fuck this. This is awful. Um, yeah, no, uh, I, I think it's the worst out of all these five. Um, hopefully Punisher is going to be better than most of them. Hopefully it's on par. And hopefully it might be hyper violent. What do you think? Uh, it'll be as violent as Daredevil. Any violent, any more violent than that, then it's going to end up being rated R. But which, well, do they have? Orange is the New Black. Is that a Netflix show? That's a Netflix uh, yeah. show, right? Yeah, okay. And there's tits in that and shit. 
Right? Yeah, I mean, they, they, have, they have Netflix shows, which are really, they're rated R. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, well, I, I think, okay, since it's a kid show still, since they're still trying to get kids to watch it, I don't think it's going to be a TVMA. Yeah, but he's TV not a kid, fucking friendly no, super, I, I know, super. but, like, you know, it's it's Marvel. They're yeah, never yeah. going to go full fucking Watchmen dark with it because it's too much. Yeah. Um, or, or full, uh, or Blade, where they're saying fuck every other sentence and, you know. Oh, uh, I've heard rumors that Blade's supposed to show up in Punisher. Interesting. I've heard the rumor. I don't know. Oh, that'd be fucking great. I love Blade. Blade's the shit. Bring brings Blade, damn it. They actually did have a Blade TV show. I never saw it, but I think I it was like two seasons. I think it was probably on yeah, Sci-Fi Channel or something. I heard something. it was all right. Well, obviously, it wasn't that good because yeah. it got canceled. Um, so, yeah. No, I really... Uh, I was a little bit disappointed with the defenders, even though there were some merits of it. I did kind of find interesting. Um, but like you said, it, there was a lot of filler. They were fighting too much, like each other. Like they, like yeah. they were always arguing. Like in the last episode, they're arguing about blowing up the tower, which they didn't need to do. They should have just blown up the wall to Kunlun, blown up the cave, blow up the sinkhole, whatever it is. Like don't blow up the building. But it was uh, supposed to create tension because, like, oh no, Daredevil's in there. Oh no, they could d- destroy the whole city. Oh no, da, 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 da. we had to have that big thing, that this catastrophic thing that could potentially destroy everything. Uh, blah 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 blah. <laughs> shoot a shoot a blue laser in the blah, fucking blah, blah, sky. Blah 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 blah. Shoot a laser in the sky and and have Bring down the some aliens. Want to turn everyone into lizards? <laughs> they should just do that. Where they should take every fucking plot from every Marvel movie and make it into one big fucking plot. Just make like a parody film. Yeah, or something like you just said. You gotta shoot a laser in you the gotta sky. Shoot a la- well, bring see, aliens down the and turn they've, into lizards. They've done this like fucking like three times. And like, okay, the three movies I can name off the top of my head right now are Avengers one, Amazing Spider-Man one, and the f- Fan Four Stick movie. It's like all those had a big blue laser, and a villain who's like, I'm so evil and God, I'm going to destroy everything. I have not seen everything. Fan Four Stick. I've only seen it once. So. Oh yeah, so have I. No, I, that the big blue lasers in the trailers. Uh, you only. Need oh, the, you mean like the thing on the other planet or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it was well, it's just like that, that's that's the thing. It's like we gotta we gotta stop the laser from being shot in the sky, or else it's gonna cause some sort of uh, catastrophic interdimensional damage. rift. Or in Avengers two, hey, instead of shooting a laser in the sky, we're gonna shoot a city in the sky. <laughs> And then we're gonna drop it, and then it's gonna cause catastrophic damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need we need stakes, and so that's the thing. That's what makes it boring. Like, okay, even though I didn't like Doctor Strange that much, I just thought it was kind of bland. I really liked the ending where it's just like everything's already blown up, and the big resolution is not keeping it from being blown up, but reversing it with the time gem. And I like him fighting Dormammu, where it's just like, hey, I put you in a time loop. You're fucked. That was great. Yeah. He just he he outsmarted the villain. And no one, and he didn't die. The villain didn't die, and then he reversed the damage to the city, and then that was it. And I was like, ah, that's a, yeah. that's a nice, refreshing ending. Versus, oh, we gotta I've come to bargain. We gotta stop the laser from shooting up in the sky and killing everyone. Well, at least it didn't get Lizards. all like fucking like completely out of hand with defenders or some shit like that. I mean, basically, you just have a building get fucking demolished, um, you know, and then they go their separate ways. They kind of go back to you know, you see Jessica Jones, and she actually gets. Probably, probably the twenty fifth fucking time, a glass door, because every single time in the first season, oh, uh, the, the, the alias pri- private yeah, investigation, yeah. yeah would, um, obviously, whatever. Daredevil's alive. Luke Cage um, goes back to Harlem, I believe. Yeah, well, everyone's just gonna go back to their corner. Yeah, of, and then Danny the, Rand's gonna be uh, defending Hell's Kitchen. I'm supposing. I suppose. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Was. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Defenders. Would you recommend Defenders? Um, I recommend it if you've seen like Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah, watch it because you know at least, like I said, it was a build up to that, 
but you really can just still watch those shows and not even know anything about defenders because they don't really like have little cameos like i thought like in luke cage at the very end because she said he was getting sent to prison she said i know a lawyer that's what she said claire and then i thought near the end of it he'd probably be sitting somewhere and you see matt murdoch come in and he goes hi well, in Iron Fist, there was the same thing. It's like, oh, I know someone has been fighting the hand too, and I was like, this is where the this is where the Matt Murdock cameo needed to come in. No, I know all those lines. That's all just all of that is just fan service. Like, oh, we're gonna we're reference saying. a show because of uh, titillating the nerds' balls. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, fan service references, wink, winks, bullshit. Uh. Um, I would not recommend it. It's so boring. It's bland. It's boring. It's contradictory. It's just, I didn't like it. Like I said, I, I was discouraged to watch the last two episodes. I was done. I was just treading through it. I'm like, I don't care anymore. Ugh. Well, maybe uh, if they have a... And, and I still like superhero stuff. People I know around me are getting superhero fatigue. And I have not yet. So, I mean, yeah, no, this I is someone either. who still gives this shit a chance. I just, I fucking couldn't stand it. Well, maybe if they have a season two, which I'm sure they will. Maybe just read be, about it. It'll be like more redeeming. Maybe they'll maybe like learn from them. Just no, just just read about it. Read about it has like gotten the good, synopsis on Wikipedia. Yeah, I mean, read it has what has gotten happens. good scores. I mean, 74 on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, seven point something IMDb. So, um, well, yeah. I, mean, well, I don't know yeah. how you can do that though. It's like basically, so you're saying critics watch the entire series and then did the review. Okay. Well, exactly. yeah, well, they they get early screenings and shit. Well, you know how Rotten Tomatoes works, right? It's not. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's not like a, a bunch web, of it's just a website. Yeah. website. A web, website who gets a, a bunch of a bunch of different articles and reviews around. Um, it was just like where a lot of critics just kind of put in the reviews. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's just it's a, it's a statistical thing. It just gets all the reviews and it does it. It's an and it averages out negative and positive reviews. Um. So I, I didn't. It got a pretty good review on Rotten Tomatoes, didn't it? Like yeah, a got like a seventy rating. something. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I would have fuck should have been a little lower than that, but uh, people liked it. Like uh, I said, I mean, most of your average Joe's gonna be like, "It was fun. Need action. People got stabbed, and I watched to kill the bad guy. I like to I like to watch Daredevil do a do a roundhouse. I like to watch backflips and kick. Luke Cage fight an old lady." With superpowers. <laughs> I like the big explosion. The Down Syndrome version of the Defenders. <laughs> the um, Down Fenders? The Down Fenders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, keeping our city uh, slow each and every day. Um, so keeping the city slow. Let's, uh, fuck. Um, let's talk about fucking WB. Yeah, uh, so you, you have all this news that you read. Let's talk about all it. All right, so... It's not like WB can fucking rape our uh, childhood more and more each day as it comes by. But um, what's happening right now with WB is they keep on um, putting, uh, release, uh, releasing movies. They're they're saying movies that they're gonna make. Well, yeah, they're 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 making movie announcements, is what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. going like it's almost like Oprah. Where it's like you get a movie, you get a movie, you get a movie. It's like <laughs> it's like fucking, it's like fucking bullshit. So it's um, I could just see those guys in the WB office right now. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going, okay, what's hot? Um, uh, let's see, Lobo, Lobo, uh, yeah, Lobo's cool. And what else we got? Uh, we 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 got Shazam, yeah, Shazam, that's good, that's a good one. Uh, what else we got? We got uh, Krypton, Krypton's good. Yeah, we can make a Krypton movie, and we Wait, can make power a Krypton movie. Well, they're actually like, making. There's a Krypton show that's coming out. This is for real. 
Are we talking about the planet Krypton? Krypton. It's like a show a, like about a, the a people that live on Krypton. <laughs> it's not a WB show. I think it might be ABC, but still, it whatever. Like fucking show. Supergirl was ABC, and then it went to and then it went to um, CW. It's all gonna go to CW. So what's been actually happening right now with WB? Cancer. And this has been. I'm a WB, uh, not a fan, but I like I said, we talked about my my sort of liking for uh, Batman v Superman and uh, you know Suicide Squad. But um, I gotta say, right now, from what I'm hearing, I'm getting less and less interested in what's happening with them on their side. I'm getting a little bit scared because this fucking movie company does not know how to handle this shit. They were just released information that they're gonna put out a Joker origin movie, and this is not gonna be with Jared Leto. This movie is going to be a standalone film, not involved the DCU universe, and they're going to have fucking um, the director. This is what, what fucking Todd Phillips from The Hangover is going to be directing it, and they're going to have Martin Scorsese be producing it. You know, I was talking to I was. Doesn't that fucking just sound like a weird one of my friends? One of my friends tagged me in a thing, and um, and he was like, "Oh, I'm super stoked for this. I, I I'm optimistic." He said, and I, you know, I get it. I understand. And I was just like, oh, well, it's probably going to suck because who the fuck cares about Todd Phillips? And then someone's like, oh, he made the Hangover movies, dot, dot, dot. I I got in like a little argument with some little smart ass little fucking cunt. And I'm just like, oh, you mean like the one movie that was good and then the rest were like kind of bad? Hangover 2 was awful. The third one was like a heist film. It was really weird. Yeah, the Hangover 1 was probably the best one. He actually did Due Date with uh, Robert Downey Jr., um, yeah, no, that was a good movie. That was a good it one. Was, it was he, he did like Road Trip. He did like hangover. all those raunchy comedy movies, you know. So yeah, it's just like okay, so you're you're getting someone who makes raunchy like you know stoner comedy type stuff, you know, with Zach Gal fat ass and you know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's skinny now. Oh, is he? He lost a lot of weight. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Um, I, I liked him big. He looked like I a liked little him bear. Fatter. He looked like a cub, like a like a <laughs> Ewok. Like you just want to hug him. Yeah. Um. No, I you know. I, I was talking to some guy about it, and he's just like, but this guy made these movies. And I'm just like, yeah, and the, fir- and the first one's the only good one. But he also made War Dogs, dot, dot, dot. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I Wait, heard so th- this is just a random person? This is, no, it's some person on my friend's Facebook. And, and like this person's like, you know, trying to be like, but he made these good movies, dot, dot, dot. I'm a smart-ass little cunt. And I'm just like, okay, War Dogs, I heard, was fine. I heard War Dogs was fine. I never saw it. I'm not going to talk shit about it, but I heard it was fine. Obviously, it wasn't fucking renowned enough for everyone. Like, oh my god, Guzman, you gotta fucking go see fucking War Dogs. It's so good, dude. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Another, like, heist film comedy with fucking Jonah Hill. Fuck Jonah Hill. Fuck his bad improv. I don't, can't stand that shit. Um, and it's like, oh, but Martin Scorsese's producing it. And I'm like, okay, he's producing it. He's raising money for it. That doesn't mean that he's has a lot to do with it. Also... How many times has Warner Brothers fucked us over by getting these big name fucking producers or directors to make a movie and then like none of their visions in the movie and the movie's a pile of shit? It's just a fucking name. They're just using Scorsese's name to get you to see the movie. Exactly. I think like Todd Phillips directing a Joker movie first off, that just sounds completely Is it going to be like a funny dark comedy? (sighs) Look, if it's a dark comedy, then cool. That's going to be really weird. I'm just so fucking pissed off about this right now. The thing is, is that... Just make Jonah Hill the fucking Joker. Um... The thing is, is that Cut the bullshit. The the thing about this that really kind of ticks me off is it's an origin story. Now, do we really need a Joker origin? No, story? because his look besides besides killing joke stuff like you know Joker's origin is supposed to be kind of vague. It's and, mysterious. And We're I not like supposed that. to know anything about this guy. That's what yeah. makes him scary. You know, now we're gonna actually have a reason or or know what's gonna happen. But um, yeah, money. 
I no, just don't. You like okay, Joker, So basically, right? all right, yeah. So we basically had Heath Ledger, then we have Jared Leto. So Jared Leto's not in it because obviously it's not anything. It has nothing to do with the DCU, especially like. Well, okay. no, okay. Apparently, it's 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 supposed to be a younger version of him. That's what they. That's what it said in the article. It's a standalone movie, but it's supposed to be. A, but it's not in the DCU. Well, they just said it's a standalone film, right? Or does it actually say it's not in the in the DCEU? It's not DCEU. Oh. It's just, it's like, okay, take for example the Venom. So they're doing a reboot. See, like the Venom movie, okay, that's going to be coming out. That has nothing to do with Spider-Man or any of that shit. It's its own movie. So but it's, it's kinda, the same universe, isn't it? It's kind of weird like that, you can't, yeah. Look, you can't have Venom without Spider-Man. You can't. No, I don't know how the fuck they're going to do it, but... um. I don't understand. We don't need a Joker film. We don't need an origin film. I mean, Joker's a villain. It's like, come on, what's the plot going to be? Like him just losing control and then just killing a bunch of people and then dying? Ha ha. No, it's just like, we don't need it. And, you know, I, I don't like... If you want to make a movie... It's just fucking bullshit. If you want to make a movie about a psychotic villain and you want to make his origin story, it's got to be fucking dark and fucked up, okay? If you, th- you think about real killers and real psychopaths, like... There's a lot of shit leading up to them, I guess, uh, going on murder sprees or whatever. There's a lot of dark shit. So it's just like, okay, this movie needs to be rated R because it needs to show him getting abused as a kid and then maybe, like, doing some fucked up shit in his, like, early, like, adulthood. Like, maybe, like, you always hear about uh, serial killers. Like, oh, yeah, I started by killing animals when I was a kid. Like, if you're going to do something like that, you need to show some really gruesome dark shit like that. You know, show him, like I said, you know, show him getting abused as a kid, you know, maybe go as far as sexual abuse, you know, like it's just like, and then you got to show him as a young adult falling apart mentally and then eventually becoming the Joker. Like it's, it's, it's dark shit. So it's just like, what, are you going to drop him in a vat of chemicals and then call it a day? Cause that's stupid. No, it's stupid. But- it's not, it's not fucking realistic to drop someone in a vat of chemicals and then they become a super genius villain because joker's smart he comes off stupid because that's his forte he, he pretends that he doesn't have a plan so it's like he's not stupid so are you gonna make him a smart criminal in the beginning like he's gonna be kind of like an organized crime boss and then he's gonna fall into the vat of stuff and then go crazier how are you gonna do it i think if you want to go heath ledger with it you got to get into some really dark territory like fucking science of the lambs type shit yeah well i'm gonna read this uh this line from this article really quick about the movie what uh, article is this what uh, this is from Hollywood Reporter, or Deadline Hollywood. Okay. Um, this is really short. It's basically an intriguing part is the setting. The intention is to make a gritty and grounded, hard-boiled crime film set in early 1980s Gotham City that isn't meant to feel like a DC movie. So they're pretty much saying we're gonna like not make this look or feel like a superhero film. We're gonna actually just kind of you know make a Joker film and well yeah he's it's not gonna, a it's probably gonna have that taxi driver feel the way or something. I mean it's Ugh, fuck dude i just don't know the reason why they're doing this and they're gonna do it it's just money they're just doing it because money because joker sells because stupid fucking kids who shop at spencer's and hot topic and stupid couples who are like i want my relationship to be just like harley and jokers they're gonna love this fucking they're gonna love this shit they're gonna eat it up like all these kids i've seen at cons dressed as fucking jared leto's joker i want to punch them it's like his joker sucks you suck for thinking that it's good enough to dress up Fuck you. These movies are awful. <laughs> you fucking uncultured normie piece of shit. Fuck uh, these movies. So, okay, let, let's just say right now. So this is the information on the Joker film. So basically this is, you know, that as far as I know right now, that's all the news we've gotten. So they're going to make it. Todd Phillips is directing it. Scorsese's producing it. It's not in the DCU. It's completely its own standalone film. Now reports have also come in that Matt Reeves has announced 
I really don't really listen to like you know rumors or things like that because with the internet you know things can just people are always making they they can get fucked up. For a while now, um, I remember when the Batman film was uh, announced that you know Ben Affleck was going to direct it, and he's a good director, so I was kind of like that actually sounds like a really good idea. But then he backed out of it, and then you know they were trying to find. It's fine. It's kind of there were there were were, well that's good. I mean I liked uh, you know the get what was it the getaway the town the town I liked the town heat. You ever seen Heat? Yeah, it's just I'm just heat. saying I enjoyed it. Yeah, it no, was, it's good. It's just it's nothing special, you know. Um, and then Argo is just Argo's, fucking bland Oscar yeah. bait. Um, anyways, so he was supposed to direct it, then he backed out, and then I think another uh, director was supposed to come in, and then he backed out. I I don't remember the guy's name, but then um, uh, Matt Reeves was announced that he was going to be doing the Batman film, which is really cool because you know he did the Planet of the Apes films. And yeah, they're not that bad. Um, but now it's being said that Matt Reeves, well, first off, there was a script to the film. He's like, I don't want to use this script. I'm going to rewrite this script. I want to use the script that I'm going to be uh, making for this film. And, uh, now it's saying that he wants to make the Batman film also non DCEU. Well, you know know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like Warner brothers fucked up and they know they did with all these movies. And so they're like, you know what? We're rebooting everything. Because there's rumors that Ben Affleck's not going to do it. Well, it's been an up and ben down Affleck's thing. Ben Affleck's last movie is Justice League, I believe. Well, it's been an up and down thing because... Um, In his contract, I mean. People were saying, first off, that Affleck didn't want to do it. Then he came at Comic-Con and said, no, I'm, I'm excited. That's pretty much what he said. I'm excited for the future of Right. Well, of he probably Batman. said that because he has Then Casey Affleck on a radio uh, show came out and said that his brother didn't want to do it. That this was his, his last one. So... But here's the thing, though. Um, Bring back Christian Bale, damn it. <laughs> Bring <laughs> just, back Batman. Just, uh, you know, uh, roll up truckloads of fucking cash to his fucking house. Mm. Um, so make a lie to have, have Matt Reeves wear a Christopher Nolan He's basically mask. saying that he wants to make this film non-DCEU. Um, I don't know, like, if that's going to have Affleck in it. I don't know. Um, but the reason a lot of people are saying maybe this makes sense is because the Flash movie, which is supposed to be coming out, I don't know when, it's going to be based on Flashpoint. 2025. It's going to be based on Flashpoint, which uh, is a story of pretty much about when Barry Allen uh, goes to like a separate universe or like the, the world that he lives in, but his mother's alive. And it turns out that Batman, Bruce Wayne, died instead of his parents. And then his dad becomes fucking Batman. So that'd be kind of cool, though, because we get to see um, if that happens. So are we going to see the comedian De- uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan Probably as Batman? Batman. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just saying, like... If they're going to say, okay, this is a way to reboot it, but you guys just started your universe. And then you guys just keep on releasing movie dates. They also you just... Know what I, you no, know wait, 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 wait. Yesterday, they just also released that they are coming out with the Joker Harley Quinn movie. But Jared Leto is playing the Joker again. Fuck. Margot Robbie is playing Harley Quinn. So this is in the DCEU, apparently. And... Uh, we don't know what's happening with Gotham City Sirens now because that kind of took the slate. So they're kind of like they're saying these movies, but they haven't really like focused on who's directing them, what's going to happen with it. Because we were talks, there were talks about a Man of Steel two that was supposed to happen. Um, where the fuck is that? And what if this is just them blowing smoke? What if half of these movies aren't actually coming out? That's a scary thing. The Joker one's probably going to come out because it sells. Same with the Batman. Yeah, but if you're going to say it's just all Batman and Joker, it's like come on, because they, they sell. And no, that's stupid. I agree. It's just like, no, what they need to do after Justice League's over, because I don't think they've started filming anything else. They just need to be like, you know what? Well, we- no, they started filming Aquaman. I think that's almost done. Fuck. Okay. 
Well, <laughs> what they need to do is just be like, you know what? We fucked up. We know we fucked up. So we're just going to we're going to take a couple years off and we're going to fucking get our bearings straight. <laughs> L.A. Beast reference. We're going to get our bearings straight and we are going to just redo this. Okay. We're going to redo everything. We're maybe have some of the same actors so we don't destroy Henry Cavill's career. Because I feel really bad for him because the poor guy has been trying to play Superman forever. Now that he's doing it, he's in a shitty fucking lineup. So it's like, just just, just start over and pretend none of it ever happened and get some good writers and let the directors and the writers do what they fucking it's want. It's almost going to probably feel like just like the comic books they had to read. They did a yeah, they fucking a New DC 52 rebirth. and now they just had re, uh, Rebirth, which is like, fuck, dude. Like, I can't keep, I can't keep like focused on what the real fucking world is with these comic books or what. So yeah. So yeah, that was the, funny. What's that? Like half of the shit. So I was reading the Batman Rebirth and like they talk about Year Zero, which is New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. But yet I heard that New Fifty Two was supposed year, to you be mean? zero year. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I heard New Fifty Two was supposed to be wiped clean from the slate. Like they're mm-hmm. supposed to be like they're not acknowledging that universe. So I don't know what's happening. Uh, some of the memories still retain. Uh, like oh. the there's a kid flash in the new. Uh, so 50. the memories are retained, but the events didn't happen. Oh yeah. God, fucking kill me. It's something like that. Okay, like say, did you read uh, Rebirth issue one? A Batman? No, just the DC Universe Rebirth issue. Uh, one. I think we got it at the shop, but I don't. Remember yeah, I bought it like uh, the first day it came out. Um, so basically, in a nutshell, some shit happens. Uh, Barry Allen, who's a Flash, he um, Kid Flash. Uh, fuck. What was his fucking name? Anyways, Kid I Flash, can't... Wally West? Wally West. God, man. I don't understand that. I'm fucking good with my shit. Um, he... I don't even read this shit, and I know that. He. This is the old Wally West. This is from like the original DC universe. White Wally West? Yeah, White Wally West. <laughs> White Wash Wally. <laughs> so so right now, he. Uh, we have the black Kid Flash, but like basically like that's who the Flash knows is Kid Flash, and then Wally West comes back as White Flash. And he's coming, coming through like the fucking, um, you know, speed force. And he's like, don't you recognize me? And all this other kind of stuff. He's like, I don't know who the hell you are. And finally, somehow at some point he's like, I do remember you. So like, it's just like weird. It's so stupid. It's all convoluted. So let's just say this. I mean, we already know the fact that Marvel's movies are better than DC's. We already know that because they actually know what they're doing. They're getting their shit straight. They mean, they're not like naming off a bunch of they're actually planning things and they're letting directors. I don't even know. I don't even know what, I don't think anything has been announced after infinity war. I think we, I don't know. There's, there's uh there's wait, is the inhumans a TV show? That's a TV show. Oh, is captain Marvel before infinity war. Oh, actually, you're right. Captain Marvel was after, after right? War. I think there's like a couple things. I don't have it in front of me, but like um, you know, Marvel. See, Marvel's planning. They're planning for the future. They've been planning it since Iron Man one. They're actually like, they're letting. Like I said, they're 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 getting their bearings straight, and you know, they're fucking. They're getting their ducks in a row, and they're writing shit down, and they're preparing for the future, and they're letting some of these directors have a little creative control. Not too much, obviously. Hence why Edgar Wright left the Ant Man project, but they're letting them have a little creative control. But it's like DC, you know, like what is it? Like Wonder Woman went through two directors before uh, Patty Jenkins stepped in. Uh, Aquaman, same thing. Uh, James Wan ended up leaving the project, right? James Wan's not directing Aquaman anymore. No, he is. Oh, he is. Uh huh. Oh, really? Yeah, he's doing it right oh now. Oh my god. Well, that's too bad for him. Oh my god. Well, we've seen. Like, okay, same with the uh, same with the Batman. It's like we, you know, uh, Ben Affleck stepped in and then stopped. And then some other director, and then now Matt Reeves. Like, they're like you know, Marvel doesn't do this. No, the only not. issue that we heard about was Ant Man, 
because um you know like i said edgar wright you know he's a huge name and like if you know he probably had his own vision and the marvel's like no no no, we want to do it our way and then he's like okay fuck you i'm not gonna do it that's the only issue we heard where it's like oh no a director left the project but it's just like otherwise they know what they're doing and so when people are like oh you're just a marvel fanboy i'm like no marvel makes good movies and warner brothers doesn't so fuck you Fuck you and your blind loyalty to these terrible fucking movies. You like Batman? Great. I like Batman. I like reading Batman comics. Do I like these new movies? Fuck no. Fuck no. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, to me, that's leaving a huge bad taste in my mouth now because now I'm finally realizing that these fucking guys just know what the fuck they're doing. They don't care, dude. Look, man, these movies are still making money. That's the point. I want it to happen, man. I really want this shit to actually be good, but fuck. I mean, there's so much potential with these characters. You can do it. Well, maybe when Warner Brothers, uh, you know, when their headquarters blows up because they have their heads up their asses, um, maybe like finally like Disney will step in and go, "Hey, can we buy this?" And they'll just be like, "Just take <laughs> it. We don't want it anymore." <laughs> yeah, I keep on saying like, "When is that going to happen? When is Disney going to well, buy?" Dude, another thing I've been noticing with Warner Brothers is that they keep, they're trying so hard to get a franchise off the ground. They made the Man from Uncle movie, which was bland. It wasn't awful. It was just bland. And then that movie didn't really go anywhere. And then they made the King Arthur film, which was a pile of shit. I want to hear about this thing that you were talking about, WB, though. You, you mentioned Okay, so like I ago. watched a review. Um, give a little shout-out to Half in the Bag. Guys over at Red Letter Media, you guys are awesome. None of the fans are ever going to listen to this. They'll never listen to this. But if you ever do, you guys are the shit. I love you. I want to fuck you, Plinkett. Um, they did a video about... Up the ass. Uh, yeah, they, they did a very... Oh, fuck. They did a video about Annabelle Creation. They did a review on it, and you know they said it wasn't good, and they gave their... You know, this was review. WB that put this out? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. one of those movies. I didn't know this, but apparently it's one of those movies. So there was this contest that the director of Annabelle uh, was helping. I guess he was the face of this contest. He's like, hey, you're going to make a short film. The contest is you send us one of your short films... And then if we like it, if you win, you get to come over to L.A. and meet some of the executives of Warner Brothers and meet guys like me and blah, blah, blah. And they're basically like, you know, they're hinting towards these people like, hey, maybe we'll make one of your films a big blockbuster. Well, one of the guys in Red Letter Media, Mike Stoglasa, read the actual contract. And basically, in a nutshell, is if we like your movie... We will buy the rights of your movie from you for 50 bucks so we can maybe turn it into a franchise. <laughs> oh, shit. And also, wow. Um, you know, you're going to meet some executives. You're going to meet someone who has anything to do with Warner Brothers. That's it. It, you, it just says that you're going to meet people. It doesn't say that they're going to sit down with you and help you write a script. It doesn't mean anything like that. It just means you're going to come down and meet someone. So imagine this. Imagine you, you write a, a, a short film, a, a short for horror film. And uh, you win. You go You go to uh, Warner Brothers Studios and some intern comes out with a $50 check and goes, here you go. Uh, thanks. And then just, that's it. Cool. You met a representative wow. of Warner Brothers and you got your script bought for 50 bucks. Oh, and if they make it into a blockbuster and it becomes a huge hit, you don't get any residuals because you sold the rights. So it's a fucking scam. And the reason they did this is because the guy who directed this movie directed Lights Out. And Lights Out is based off a short film that he did. He used to make horror short films. Mm -hmm. And it was based off a short film that, I guess, people at Warner Brothers are like, oh, my God, that's so fucking cool. Apparently, I've heard Lights Out's actually pretty decent. I haven't seen it yet. I've never seen it either. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then he directs Annabelle 2, Annabelle Creation. Uh, it's, a, it's a prequel to a prequel. Um, and, yeah, apparently the movie sucked. And so Warner Brothers is pulling shit like this, or New Line Cinema, which is just a product of it's an offshoot of Warner Brothers. Like they're 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 pulling this shit, and it's just like fuck you. 
fuck you Warner Brothers. Now you want now you want to scam filmmakers, young independent filmmakers because you run out of fucking film ideas. And so you're going to scam people. This is bullshit. Warner Brothers is a shit fuck company and they need to fucking go to hell. You know what sucks? Warner Brothers has been around I think longer than Disney. Warner Brothers has been around forever. Wow. And now they're falling apart. Because, I didn't know that. I didn't because the executives and the fucking started. CEO has their fucking heads up their asses. It's fucking bullshit, man. It's also it's also bullshit that they fucking are in control of these uh, other characters of these uh, you know DC universe. That I mean, I personally to tell you, I'm not a fanboy of any kind of like um, Marvel or DC, but I like I like them both. But I really I like DC a lot. I love their comic books and I love their characters and. Uh, well, okay, Marvel Comics right now, we talked about this before, is, is going <laughs> dog shit because they're pandering to the whole diversity thing. Um, and DC's okay. I'm honestly, I told you, I'm kind of getting over the comic uh, books. I'm just books, like, yeah. you know. Stop but, reading them funny books. Yeah, but, you know, at least at least the comics are going well. But in, in Hollywood, it's the exact opposite. The Marvel movies are doing great and the DC movies are tanking. And it's just, you know, this has nothing to do, obviously, with our loyalties. It's like, oh, you guys are just Marvel. You're just, you know, loyal to Marvel only because reasons. It's like, no, dude, we like good fucking movies. That's why. And it's just Marvel's or, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say DC's dropping the ball. Warner Brothers is dropping the ball. You know, like like I said, they keep trying to start these franchises like, you know, the Godzilla fucking movies and the fucking and the Kong movie. And it's just like, you know, they're, they're trying so hard to get franchises off the ground because they know that they don't have they probably don't have a lot of time left with DC. Well, they had DC a lot movies. of commercial success with like Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, and because that was... they actually let the directors do what they wanted. Exactly. And plus they had source material. What, I is, what is that? I heard J.K. Rowling wrote the script for Fantastic Beasts. I heard the movie, at best, is bland, and at worst, it's awful. Have you seen it? Nope. It's not really that bad. Everyone, I, everyone I met who saw it. not that great compared yeah. to like, the original ones. Everyone but, I met who saw it was just kind of like, eh, I mean, it's okay. And then the know, ones who didn't you know, like it. You know what was really embarrassing for WB is uh, last year at Comic-Con, um, they had the directors for the upcoming DC films come up on stage. Mm-hmm. And I shit you not, half of them are not even doing the movies anymore. So they're just kind of like they were there promoting it, and mm-hmm. now they're not doing it anymore. So it's embarrassing. It's like you guys just came on stage, and how would you feel like if one year later you're kind of like, oh, I was on stage to promote the Flash movie, but I'm not directing it anymore. I mean, it's like, what does that say? It's like they don't really know what they're fucking doing, and these directors well, probably like- sense it. They're kind of going, okay, you guys are sticking your hand like in the fucking cookie jar way too many times. Am I going to have any fucking say to this shit, you know? Yeah. Well, they're – um. They're fucking up. That's the problem. Like I like I said, they're not, they're not these producers. These producers are the ones who are directing these movies. It's not the directors. The directors are just there as puppets. You know, the, the producers are the ones yeah. who are really in control, and they don't know what a good. They wouldn't know a good movie if it fucked them in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like they what don't. What was that feeling like? They don't know <sighs> shit, and so it's like, yeah, it, it's falling apart. And, you know, I'm fucking happy. I'm happy it's falling apart because it's like maybe maybe. This is optimistic. Maybe they're going to learn from their mistake. Maybe this Batman Joker thing, maybe they're just like, you know what? We're going to scrap everything and we're going to reboot it, but we're not going to tell anyone yet. Maybe that's what it is. But they just but started But in the end, I'm one. done, dude. I'm fucking done with... I, look, I love the Joker. He's my he's my he's one of my favorite villains ever. But I, I'm so fatigued. I get it. You mentioned that before. You're kind of a little bit fatigued with it. And I get it. Like, you I know, I, I have Batman fatigue too. It's like, yeah, Batman's great. And there's a lot of old comics and the Dark Knight movies, which you talked about. It's like, all that stuff's great. But it's like, I don't care anymore. You guys are pushing this shit so hard in my face. I don't, dude, give me, give me some more, like, I want, I want some Aquaman. Yeah. I like, J- look, Jason Momoa is a mediocre actor, but he looks badass. He's a badass looking motherfucker. And I think with the right director, he can be decent. Look, for a superhero film, 
you don't need to be fucking uh you know uh daniel day lewis you know most yeah. superhero actors aren't the best actors in the world but it's like you know just give aquaman a good actor director and you know tell jason momoa to shape up or ship out and you know give me some aquaman that's what i want you know like, i just the so point you're is excited i want about the aquaman movie i then? want something new no i'm not excited about it but what i mean is like i want something new i don't care about batman anymore i kind of i'm okay with flash sort of i don't like the show anymore like you know give me give me some green lantern or give me give me some more wonder woman give me some fucking like i said give me aquaman give me something new give me a new batman i think batman it's because film. they know that they're t- like the top most selling character is batman Superman's really kind of a close second. No one gave a fuck about Iron Man until the movies came out. Well, yeah, because he was kind of an underground character. I mean, he wasn't underground, but he wasn't, like, as say, popular as, like, Spider-Man or yeah. Captain America. But um, I don't understand what you're saying. And uh, they need to give these other heroes chances. Just give them a chance, please. Look, if you tell someone... You should call 1-800 number that's going to appear on a screen if you really want this character to come out. Give us a call. Like look, what, the, what, they need, what they need to do is... Look, they... These movies are going to sell because they're DC movies, and we're in the golden age of superhero movies right now. I mean, DC's going to probably end up being the company that fucks that up. Warner Brothers, excuse me. But we are in the golden age of superhero films, so anyone's going to see it. It's like, oh, a super a superhero film? Ooh, the Aquamans, the Wonder Womans? I want to see it today. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to go see it, and it's going to do decent. Look, if the movie's great, it's going to make a buttload of money. If it's not great, it's just going to it'll do fine in the box office and make enough money back so it's not a complete financial failure. It's going to sell no matter what. We don't need any more Batman. We don't need any more Joker. Even though I love both of them, I just I need to see other shit. Okay, if you're going to make more Batman, let's get some new villains. Bring back Ra's al Ghul. You know, yeah. Br- bring back Scarecrow. Give me Black Mask like we talked about. Give me something different. I don't want Joker anymore. I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. sick of, I'm sick of the hype. I- I'm I'm tired of it. It's almost like you couldn't play an Arkham game without Joker in it. Yeah, look, you know, he he was actually utilized well in Arkham Knight because, like, remember that scene where um, it's towards the end of the game where like uh, these these villains, these these uh, henchmen of the Arkham Knight are about to start shooting at you, and Joker's down there. He's like, "Ooh, I'll fight them all. Show them my cool Joker moves." And then like he's standing there, and then he like gets shot. Like and that then was he falls funny. down the ground like, and he yeah, starts laughing. Yeah, yeah, everything that he did was just funny. Like it, it, it wasn't like you know, it, it felt distracting at first, but it all kind of tied into what was going on because in the end, Batman is sick. Batman is kind of going crazy because he has the Joker in his head and shit, and like because of the venom, yeah, yeah, and it tied into what was going on with the rest of the story. It worked. Was it needed? No, I think you could have made that game without him. I honestly, I expected him not to be in the game. I'm like, oh, he's not going to be in the game because he's dead. And when they showed him in the beginning burning, that to me was, hey, audience, fuck you. Joker's dead. Yeah, fuck off. Exactly. But then they bring him back, and I'm like, ah, all right. Yeah. Fine. Hey, at least he wasn't still Let's alive. Let's not focus on Scarecrow anymore. Let's go right back to Joker. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, give me give me something with Penguin. Just give me anything. Bring, Dude, bring in Asriel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, make him, yeah. like, make him like a Punisher type thing where he's a villain at first, but then he's a good guy. And then, like, he. Redo the fucking Riddler. Yeah. Let's see yeah. it. Do another. Look, give us some new Riddler. You know, like, just anything but the Joker. I'm I'm so done. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I hear it. But, I mean, basically, in a nutshell, this is all the news that's coming out from DCA and uh, Warner Brothers. And <laughs> there's going to probably be another surprise tomorrow. I don't fucking know. But it's making me. It's pissing me off because it's like, these are. I know they're fucking movies and they're not real characters, you know, and I, I don't follow this rule. In the end, like, you don't have to watch it. I mean, that's why. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you know, let's say it could be anything. Like, it could be anything that you loved and like. 
and they keep fucking it up. It's like, you know, I, I when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, I always want to see a movie. I want to see, I don't fucking Halo movie. And then they fuck it up. And you're like, you have the material right there in front of you. How can you fuck it up? You know? So, yeah. so they're just, they're finally just kind of really starting to hit the rails where they're fucking running into too many walls here. And uh, I'm really scared for the future of the well, DCEU. I really am. To bring it all, to bring it all home here. I watched a video today. The video is called Logan, the death of a genre. It's by this YouTube channel called, I think the closer look or a closer look. And what the guy said is that the superhero franchise is going to end up being like the Western where it's going to kind of, it's going to die out and it's going to, we're going to look back on it and go, Oh God, Westerns or, Oh God, superhero films. Yeah. That was a, that was a period where like when we're 50, we're going to be telling our kids like, Oh yeah. You know, son, back in, uh, back in my day. Well, I'm going to be 50 way before you. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. You'll be 50 next week. So I'll be but, dead by the time you know. you're 50. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, when yeah. we're older is what I'm saying. Yeah, when, yeah. when, when there's a new generation making podcasts and doing whatever we kids do today, we're going to be telling them like, Oh yeah. In our day, we had the, uh, we had the superhero film. In my grandparents' day, we had the westerns. In my dad's day, we had, uh, I mean, like I said, that we had the black exploitation movies. We had the the gritty dramas, the the Francis Ford Coppola, the the um, the 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 mobster movie days. The mobster movie days, like basically from like the seventies all the way to like maybe the nineties, Goodfellas. That was like a little time period where mob movies were a thing. Now mob movies are just a joke. I mean. You, with a good director and a good script, you can still make a good mob film, but like no one wants them anymore. And that's, what's going to end up happening with this. I think at some point, you know, maybe Marvel or something, cause DC is going to fall on its face and crash and burn. I think Marvel after once maybe Captain Marvel's done or once, you know, infinity war is done, they should just take a couple years off and just calm it down because you know, a lot of people are getting superhero fatigue. But like you said, it's about the money though, right? Yeah. Well, so. it is. They're not going to look realistically speaking. They're not going to stop. But, like, you know, give it a final send-off. Look, I think Logan had an amazing send-off to his character. Possibly to the whole X-Men universe. Amazing, amazing, amazing. You know, I mean, should we bring him back right away? No, I think we should give Wolverine... I'm so sick of that shit, too. Like, what if we actually uh, put uh, Hugh Jackman in uh, this movie, this other X-Men? Like, he's fucking dead. No, he's done. Yeah, leave him alone. Look, look, Deadpool still has its thing. As long as Deadpool's still out there, there's probably going to be more X-Men films. But, like... Let's just give X Men a break for a few more years. Let well, Deadpool not dick because off they're coming for a little out with bit. A new one next year. <laughs> Wait, a new X Men movie? Yeah, it's called Dark Phoenix. So we are getting it. You're joking. Who's directing it? I don't know if Brian Singer's directing it. I, hope I don't not. know, but this is going to be, I think, based in the '90s. What is it with these ten-year jumps? Stop. I don't really know either. I mean, but I look, look. Before we get into it, the point I'm trying to make is that you know these movies need a good send-off because the genre's kind of dying out. The movies aren't as exciting as they used to be, you know? I mean... No, I understand that. Like, when Avengers came out, that was like, holy fuck. But as uh, right here in front of me, I actually have the listing of all the superhero films that are supposed to be coming out uh, the rest of the end of this year and the next year. This is everything they have. This is There's nothing what else. What do we got? So, obviously, we have Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we got Black Panther. We got Avengers Infinity War. Uh, Deadpool 2. Uh, no, Inhumans, which is actually a TV That's show. That's gonna be the show. Is that gonna be Netflix or ABC? Um, I think it's ABC. But the first episode, something about they're gonna show it in theaters or something like that. The first episode, whatever. Uh, then you have Captain Marvel. 
Uh, then you have the Avengers Part Two of the Infinity War, I suppose, and then you have X Men Days, not Days of Future Past, uh, Dark Phoenix. Days of Future Movies. So this is pretty much the list of everything that they have superhero related. But this is on Marvel. This is the only thing I did with Marvel. I don't look at DC because it's so fucked up right now with them. I mean, oh yeah, they got like they have like nine or ten movies planned that probably actually aren't going to be made. Like a Lobo film, who fucking cares? Yeah, we got the Shazam. Like, I think Black Super Adam or whatever. Well, okay. The thing about that, like Shazam's a part of the Justice League, isn't he? No. It, oh. Okay. He's just uh, he's, he's an old hero. he's a golden age uh, DC hero who's still kind of uh, he's still kind of big, but he's he's kind of campy. I don't know. But then his villains more intim- like more popular than him, Black Adam. Just the Rock's playing him or something. Yeah, the Rock's been in talks of doing that for like five or six years. He signed a contract that might not ever be fulfilled. Poor guy. Just yeah. become president, Rock. Fuck you. <laughs> this at this point, presidency is a joke. Just fucking cut the bullshit and become a super. Become Lex Luthor. Yeah, exactly. So now I just, man, I'm you know I don't have superhero fatigue yet, but I see where people are coming from. Like this shit, ain't, this ain't gonna last forever, and it's most likely gonna fall on its face. You know, like the last few superhero films that are gonna probably come out whenever this will be will probably be so awful that studios oh finally just give up. Do you want me to read you the DC films that are coming out? Oh, kill me. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is funny because three of them are animated. The rest is just all. Oh, like, these are like short animated. Okay, so like this the, is Batman Unlimited. Okay. DC Superhero Girls. Lego DC Superhero Girls. And this is actually what Google's coming up with. I said upcoming DC films, then Justice League, then Aquaman. That is it. <laughs> well, hey, dude, the fucking Lego Batman movie was awesome. Yeah. Probably yeah. the best. Hey, it's the best DC film that's come out since The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was that was a great movie, but that's because it was a campy kind it was of a, a joke. kids movie. Yeah, yeah, it was a kids film. It Batman's like a completely different person. Like, yeah, no, that was that was yeah. Fun. It was just it was just too like it was a fun comical. fucking movie. Like none of this yeah. bullshit. <sighs> well, <sighs> yeah, well, man, folks. I'm, I mean, I just gotta say one last thing. Um, I'm scared for the DCU, but maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel with this. Uh, uh, with Defenders, we're talking about earlier. I say watch it. If you watch Daredevil and Jessica Jones, watch it. You might like it. You might hate it. Um, you might feel in the medium about it. Like probably I, I feel in the medium. Did you? I don't recommend it. I just, I think it's, it was such a waste of time and it was so stupid and boring. I'm just like, you know, just read about it on wiki. Yeah. All you, all you need to know, they beat the hand except for Madam Gao. She's still alive out of everyone. She's still fucking alive. Which means Weaver, the hand's not dead. Sigourney Weaver has an alien in her. So it's going to come yeah, out. Uh, uh, yes. This is a prequel to alien covenant, which was a shit show. So, Hey, but actually, next next time we do an episode, uh, we're going to be doing the last Game of Thrones. We're going to do the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, next week, folks, we're talking about um, all of season, season seven. Uh, all of season seven, yeah. Of exactly. Game of Thrones. Maybe we'll go into some more theories. We'll talk about the books a bit. Uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that, folks. Once again, this has been another glorious, pessimistic, nihilistic episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jason. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.